check. We're live. Setting. I'm making the settings. Okay, good. Just making oh, sure. Check that. We, yeah, I wanted great. to make sure before yeah, we. That's actually. fucking great. Do I know by ascending what? What? What did you say? I don't know. All right, let's pause. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and March Madness. Uh, <laughs> my name is Michael Basinger. With me are Old Gun Glue himself, Brad Polly. Oh, hey. You know, I just remembered uh, it's Shamrock Shake time, and I haven't gotten one of those yet. Those are fucking Shamrock delicious. Uh, Derp Spoonaloo himself, hey. Matt Polly. Let's door dash some shamrock shake. fucking do it. Together, Why are you telling we me? We are the inglorious pastors. <laughs> I just needed. I just needed permission. Yes, you have. Per- you have been granted permission. If I can. Wait, do I still have DoorDash? I'm- oh no, it's Grubhub. Okay. Who knows? Wait, can you Grubhub McDonald's? Yeah. Those things are I gonna be fucking water, but <laughs> yeah, so they're gonna be nasty. All right, I'd smash it. it. <laughs> Michael's like, I heat mine up in the microwave. <laughs> um, uh, I love a glass. Whoa. I love a paper cup full of warm milk, green milk, <laughs> minty milk. Your mother's minty milk. No, oh, no, God! You could have just One left step it. Further, I God. was gonna go. You um, could have just left it alone. Um, we are gonna do a probably a March. I, I think probably a March not? Madness giveaway. I don't know what, what the gift is. Usually we, we don't this, read anymore. Uh, None of us read anymore, well, so well, it's usually, not gonna be a book. We use it as a way to like give away books of people, artists that have been on the podcast. Art, you know, not artists. Yeah, authors, we don't have what's any. What's the of those. fucking word? A- authors. Yeah. Um, and I, we're. I don't know what it'll be. Who knows? It might be another vibrator with our face on. It. <laughs> oh no, we got a one up. I've got a cricket now, so we can make whatever. Oh yeah, I've got one. Yeah, they're pretty fun. <laughs> How many <laughs> crickets do you, you both have? Crickets? Yeah. What yeah. are you using crickets for? We're making stuff. Well, for I made those glasses to sell. Yeah. Oh, where are you selling stuff? At? Uh, Mandy's got a booth at Trader Baker's. Oh, what are you making? She's just making like bumper stickers right now, or like window stickers of Indiana. It's really simple. Can she do these nuts? Uh, yeah, we can do D's nuts. Do you want a D's nuts sticker? I might have somebody who's interested. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Speaking of D's nuts, I saw your nuts on your car today. Finally, yeah, yeah. finally I still looked haven't down. looked. I, I they're still there on so. the car or the the Kia on the Kia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't believe I haven't noticed that. Mm-hmm. I, I only inadvertently. I've, 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 I've ridden walking. in a vehicle with truck nuts on them. That's fucking yeah. great. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't put them there. Still, though. Anyway, yeah. uh, if you want to do the March Madness thing, um, it'll be on our Facebook page and on our Twitter. It's probably be the only thing on there for the next six <laughs> months. <so. laughs> if you don't get it in the next week, then you're SOL. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you, you just yeah, walk I up just, there, buddy? Yeah, I, I just don't know how to do this podcast anymore. Uh, I forget. What are we doing? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, what are we drinking? Okay. I knew there's a button for that. Oh, March 3rd was our seventh anniversary. Hey, Who cares? Hey, what are you uh-huh. drinking? Seven years? That's a lot. Hey, yeah, it is. We didn't think it'd make, right. it, make it seven weeks. I mean, I, I thought about that earlier, but I didn't have the will, the desire to look it up. <laughs> Happy seven years, motherfuckers. Christ, we've been dealing with Trump for seven years. Yeah. Because at that point, That's when I think it started, we started yeah. he was about, basically, it was kind of looking like he was going to get the nomination. Mm-hmm. 
Holy shit. That's who we fired into the sun. First episode. Fuck me. We've had a lot of Donald Trump. And we're not done yet. Oh, God. Yeah. Do we have to keep uh, this the- <laughs> podcast until he dies? Is that it? <laughs> He's our horcru- our last horcrux. <laughs> that's what, that's, seriously, that's what we should do. Our last uh, episode should be Rip Trump. <laughs> Whenever he's, it's just an endless loop of us playing "Celebrate" by Casey and the Sunshine yeah. Band. Uh-huh. Celebrate in the YMCA because I hear that's big in Trump land. <laughs> they just love that <laughs> that YMCA. <laughs> it's a celebration. <coughs> what are you drinking, Michael? I'm drinking beer. Okay, Three Floyd's Brewing mm-hmm. Space Station Middle Finger. It's a good one. It's shocker. It's an IPA. No, it's an American pale ale. There's, it's, this is an America instead of India. Is that good? I haven't had that for a long time. I can't remember. I'm sure their stuff's pretty good. It's pretty good, man. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's overpriced, but it's good. No. I mean, Zombie Dust as much hype as that gets. Ah, it's, it's pretty good. Probably ah, the best man. pale ale on the market. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's legitimately mm-hmm. good. Well, and Gumball, and Gumball probably the best is, wheat is legitimately yeah. good. So Pio says you all have been going as long as I've been with Lynn. Holy God shit, damn. man. Seriously? Yeah. I think that makes us this the podcast... godparents to their baby, doesn't yeah, it? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buckle up, motherfucker. <laughs> someone's getting a baby. Someone's getting a baby onesie Uncle, with our faces on Uncle it. Uncle pastors are heading your way. We were so I download God, we gotta do a onesie with our faces on oh, it. Oh fu- yeah. Yep, yeah. that's yep. happening. Yep. Holy I did shit. a uh I was doing what was I doing? Fuck. Oh, last night I was under the influence and downloaded uh, free free games on my PS5 and got into Rocket League yesterday. What's Rocket League? It's a it's, it's like it's, car it's soccer. Cars playing soccer. It's really oh it, I've it's, seen that. It's a yeah. fuck ton of fun. It really it is. is. Anyway, Diggory and I were playing uh, today, and he he's like saying words that he doesn't really know, like he doesn't under fully understand. He's like suck it. He's like, but he you know did he that? do the he didn't do the DM or the. Uh, what was the guy that did the uh, the uh, oh triple X? No. The, oh, the suck yeah, <laughs> yeah. suck it. Yeah. Uh, then he, I wouldn't be. That's what I'm teaching him next time he comes over. Uh, uh, anyway, he was like, "You yeah. bastard!" Like, <laughs> it's like you know that's not a word, right? <laughs> yeah, but you are one. Like, the ultimate fair insult. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> you sad little bastard. <laughs> I love that kid so much. Oh, that kid is just—he is just you, one hundred percent you. That is so oh. funny. What are you guys drinking? Oh, I'm having Bell's Two Hearted IPA. So I mean, as far as IPA, that's a good beer. I'm having a beer because it's night shift. Who's gonna fucking notice if I have a beer? I mean, well, as long so as you're not drinking on the shift. I mean, so it begins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Michael and I had a bet. Yeah. Of how long we it should take have wrote it down. I mean, I don't go to work for like three hours. Man. I know. Like, well, we need to, we need one, to start just a, nurse that motherfucker. Yeah, we need to start a separate. Uh, Although I'm going to laugh really fucking hard when you crack your second one here in about 10 minutes. No, I'm not. I won't do that. He's got the, the backup water. I've got the sparkling yeah. ice. We need to start a separate thread where you and I just comment. We need ice. Comment our bets on Matt. And then at the end of the year, we'll just we'll, we'll even up. We'll settle up. We'll settle up. See you. See who got the most Matt bets right. Uh, oh, so oh, friends like these, huh, Gary? Friends like these. <laughs> that's right, dude. Well, that's you said last. it, dude. Oh, oh God! God damn it! <laughs> what are we doing? Ah, oh, you're starting to piss me off, you little pigless son of a bitch. Call me.
You're listening to Look on the Bright Side, Mr. Brightside himself. Matt Polly. I have the best friends. Dude, it's the fucking whistle. And don't you mouth off to me or I'm gonna slap you right in your penis. It's the creepiest uh-huh. fucking. Yeah, it is the penis. worst character in TV history. What, what show it's, is that? It's Family, family guy. guy. It's Mr. Herbert, uh, okay. dude. He's literally a pedophile. Mm-hmm. How they got away with it I is just beyond for years. I mean, they've done it for years. <laughs> he is the worst character ever put on television. It's like the end of the world episode when he shows up at the door wearing underwear. He goes, "Look like I'm on a <laughs> like, like it takes me like it takes a lot to like not offend me, but like mm-hmm. embarrass me. I can't hardly watch scenes with him. No, man. the Blue Harvest episode, the Star Wars one, where he sings "I Had the Time of My Life" about Chris. It, it, I can't watch it. I, I have to fast forward. It's man, terrible. It's man. awful. <laughs> um, oh God, what's happened this week? Um, oh, we went to the, the cigar. When was the cigar bar with Josh? Cigar bar. Cigar, cigar bar. Friday. Was that Friday? Yeah, it was Friday. I was. I was. Uh, oh, that's right. Rain in. Yeah, it, it was, was flooded in, guys. Yeah, he was. Michael's supposed to be there. Power's flooded. Man, in. I needed that. That was a bad day of work. Man, yeah. I fucking needed that shit. Mm-hmm. So we went to we went to cigar bar and then we went to uh, the New Mexican place in town. Yeah, it's just really good. It's delicious. It's really good. So that was fun. But other than that, have you been, you've been there? Have you been there? I'm not. I mean, to, to, I, yeah, I think to. about going every Friday. Tell, it then. just feels a notch more, a uh-huh. notch or two more authentic Mexican. Mm-hmm. Like it has the Tex-Mex stuff, but like. Just, their tacos are definitely Mexican street tacos. They're, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're, they're in the, even their sauces and stuff are, there's just like, I feel like it's just like a notch above yeah. the other mm-hmm. eight fucking Mexican restaurants. Would you town. say it's a notch O above the rest? I would. Okay. There, I'll play. I'll play your game. Sure. <laughs> I'm proud of it that. It took seven years just to good. yield to Michael. Yeah. Yeah, you just you just gotta let him finish. I mean, he's got a little bit of mystery leg around him. That's what said. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So what's your bright side? The cigar bar. Oh, you're not gonna. Okay, that was it. What? Well, and the, we had dinner. I mean, it was the just, eye contact. It was fun. We had a good time. He, he we really appreciated. Time. We the missed eye you though. Mm-hmm. Well, we sat back in that my favorite corner mm-hmm. of the cigar bar where it's just you're literally mm-hmm. just by yourself because there's like a wall behind you, mm-hmm. yeah. and there's like four chairs and one was missing. Michael, uh-huh. it was empty. Did you light one up for me? It left. Uh, mm-hmm. It left a. <laughs> left it, was a, a it was a Michael shaped hole. Michael shaped hole in all of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. Right next to the God shaped hole. Well, I'm just glad I, I wasn't flooded <laughs> in. I'm, I'm I'm glad I didn't. My house didn't get flooded. I guess. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of rain that day. Yeah. That was some of the worst traveling I've ever had in that in yeah, my job. Yeah, I believe it. It was bad. It was windy and just... Oh, gross. dude, yeah. Tia, Chili Reino is proof of love and physical form. Yeah. the shit. Have you ever had a Chili Reino? I have. I, I, I went on a, Fuck me on a Chili Reino. Uh, it's a battered... For a while. It's a battered poblano pepper mm-hmm. stuffed with cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh, you wouldn't like it because yeah. it's stuffed with cheese. And yeah, you has, don't like, like And they fry it. What? You don't like good things. <laughs> And they fry it and then Namely cheese. cover it in like a tomato sauce. Mm. Yeah, it's the shit. Uh, Lost Trace like makes it. a pretty good one. That's okay. where I got. <laughs> this is Mexican Food Corner brought to you by Inglorious. A very specific podcast. local God, place I, you'll never I find. didn't eat dinner tonight, so it's, it's going to be a fucking mess. 
I need food, man. Well, I don't have that many snacks, man. I <clears throat> we got we got we got marshmallows. Oh, that's right. We, we can, oh, can God. fluff your Fucking belly with marshmallows. Don't want more marshmallows. <laughs> fluff your belly. I don't think I could be less excited about fat pastures <laughs> this week. Like I feel like if we were eating like rotted like Icelandic fish, I, w- I would be even. Oh, I'd be a little bit more no. excited than eating more marshmallows right now. No fish. Did you have a bright side? Uh, yeah. Are you going to talk about it? Or it's it's a <laughs> sit here with our dick in hands. Unspoken. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's uh, <clears throat> that was fun. The cigar bar was good, but uh, I have one better. No, uh, that's part of my fuck better you. than yours, though. Dude, lick my cunt, <laughs> both of you motherfuckers. <laughs> God, I'm gonna keep interrupting his like interrupting. Uh, that's oh, fine. Man. I'm gonna make it all about me. <laughs> Go ahead, Brad. All right. It's fine. Fuckman! Yeah. Uh-huh. Yuck it up, dumb, dumb fucks. What are we doing? I, Dude, I had to do his bright side. It landed for me. What are you going And on? then uh, I was going to say, I had kind of an unintended weekend off, basically. Oh, I ran yeah. one call. I was oh, on yeah. call all weekend. That's you, nice. you needed it, too. You're in a long stretch. I was in a yeah. 17 out of 20 day stretch, so Ooh, it was definitely yeah. needed. Yeah. Uh, so that was a nice surprise of getting a really not difficult weekend at all. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Oh, th- oh last night. Uh, with I went to see Dawes, the band Dawes, Daw. with Lucas Allen, St. Lucas, St. Lucas at uh, in the, at the Bluebird in Bloomington. That's it's a great <clears> venue, man, dude. I'm telling you, there's probably twenty. I bet there's only ten to twenty places in America like it. Mm-hmm. Those like small local venues. Hi-Fi. It's it's not. It's completely different. Yeah. Hi-Fi has a more modernized. This place. Like you can feel the history in it, like the people yeah. that have played there, like before they were famous or yeah. after Bird. they've been. Fa- yeah. yeah, like it just it's it. There's probably like I said, there's probably 10 to 20 of those in the entire country. Places that are like old music venues, small. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> just with a lot of history in it. It's just was, a cool place to see a show. Was not my Sarah, the, the other Sarah from your youth group there? Yes. Okay. I didn't. I saw I saw her like across the way uh, and okay. we never could like. I, yeah, but I did. Yeah, see I, her I, there. I saw yeah. the post uh, this morning. It's a former youth group. Saying that they're at like yeah. the Bluebird last night and they yeah. just connected. Yeah, you guys were both there. Uh, but that show was holy shit. My, was my ears still ringing twenty four yeah, hours that's, later. That's bad. That's not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I could not believe. I've, I've not been a huge Dawes fan. Yeah. Um, just because I haven't listened to a lot of their music, but their newest album I really liked. Uh, and so it was cool to like be in a room where, I mean, everybody in that room but me, I think, knew all the lyrics. So like there were times where he's just like turns the microphone around to the crowd yeah. and the entire it was like church it was like being a fucking church man like it was kind of a, it was a really communal experience yeah. so it was just a good show but yeah I'm uh, I, I, I might have, might have done some damage noise above my... seventy decibels over a prolonged period may start to damage your hearing loud noise over one hundred twenty can cause immediate harm yeah <laughs> immediate man it was harm. I'm not kidding it's Brad the, just lost fifteen years of hearing I mean no shit like it's the loudest concert I've ever been to in my life and we saw like, no shit ever down and stay I mean thicker. I've seen hardcore bands mm-hmm. it was the loudest because they're like a jam band and they're good it was fun. it was great it was a great show but yeah I thought, <laughs> might be feeling this one for a while yeah. So. Michael, what do you have? Um, you want to turn his headphones up? What? <laughs> yeah, I can't turn his headphones <laughs> up. I've been walking around all day going, mop, 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 mop. 
Um, oh, Diggory was cast in uh, Lion King, so he he nice. went out for the role of Scar and got it. So it's perfect. It's, that is perfect. And it's it's crazy because Sarah and I were talking. Um, he a character that murders animals. Who knew a bass singer would, uh, <laughs> would try out for that? <laughs> it's like it's, it's his lot. His lot. Yeah, he was lot. he was that meant is. for this role. Yep. Uh, that's a pretty great. Um, that's a pretty great joke. So, uh, <laughs> what's crazy is like so diagnosed with anxiety, uh, ADHD, um, and. A few years ago, right before COVID, they had tryouts for Lion King, <clears throat> and he really wanted to be in it, but he didn't even get cast. So they they put the cast list out, and then they ended up not even doing it altogether because oh, it was of the COVID, COVID year. It was the yeah, COVID yeah, year. yeah, that might have affected um, Miles too. Yeah. yeah so, um, but he had tried out and didn't do it, and here we are, just a few years later, and he gets the role that That's he really wants. Really cool. He's yeah. grown. He's grown into the role. And they trust him with his anxiety and with you know, the ADHD to be able to, to do it. So it's a lot too. He's got songs. He's got a lot of talking. So I just keep telling him to be prepared. Yeah. Nope. But He'll like, kill it. He'll do fine. Be prepared. <laughs> like that. <That's> okay. <laughs> it's from the movie, guys. I'm yes, I know. It. I've seen it. It's a, it's a relatively new movie, but I've yeah. seen it. Um, <laughs> also, he was nominated for the uh, National... What's the one with Beyonce in it, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh man, Blackest King is my favorite Lion King. Not even joking. Um, uh, he also got nominated for the National Youth Leadership Forum. Oh, okay. Which is kind of a big deal. I mean, not a lot of kids get it. So, um, yeah, it's there's they do something that's like a complete fucking money grab in the summer. Yeah, um, totally. Like three thousand dollars to go. Like, no, you're not. You would much better. Spend the money on Legos. I'm sure. Fucking a, I do. He, he went to the STEM, Legos. the STEM camp, um, a couple of years ago, and just fucking hated it. It's like really, I, I'd rather just not be huh. at school <clears throat> during during summer. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's, I, yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty like, valid well, point. Yeah, I feel that. That's fair. We're not going to make you do anything like that unless you want to. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's it's crazy just seeing him get these opportunities, you know, math bowl. Then well, he's getting older um, too, so yeah. there's, I mean, there's more and more chances for that kind of just stuff. Just becoming his his own God, how old is own he? person? Nine. Jesus Christ, He'll be ten this year. So, yep. The, the picture I have of him at our church. Oh <laughs> man, he was just, just a ball of fat Michelin man. He was a ball of fat. He wasn't even man. fat, dude. He was like solid. He was, he was solid. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, literally, his head was enormous. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. The old forceps had. It's my favorite horror movie. <laughs> old forceps had. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's a Hellraiser. It's, well, a, it's a B movie. It's Pinhead's brother. Let's go. Uh, should we should we do music time before or after after Fat Bastards? Let's do Fat Bastards then music time so we can wash our hands. <laughs> Michael's always thinking. <laughs> he's a he's an ideas man. Yeah, I can't believe we're doing this again. I was like, "You guys want to do this?" Like, no. And then I, you looked at the flavors and like, okay, well, no, Matt did. Well, you were already you had a bag open. I was gonna take a bite of one of them, not six. We got eight. You fucking eight. I thought it was six. You fucking liar. We got seven. You lied. Did I? You lied to us last week. You said it was half. Or I didn't count. Didn't know how to do that. <laughs> that's, that's okay, okay. There it is. Never All mind. Right, let's start that's... with watermelon. Ooh, boy. I am not excited about this flavor. Watermelon and chocolate chip together. 
Excuse, excuse me? <laughs> hey, Lenny, go get Uncle Scrotor some Taco Bell. No. Okay. <clears throat> Watermelon and chocolate chip? What? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. This doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> and by the look on your face, I'm guessing I'm right. Mm-mm. Dude, why would you put that together? Because it looks like seeds on a watermelon. <laughs> nope. No. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. <clears throat> oh, my oh, God. Me. That's the worst one we've had yet. Oh, by like a fair amount. God, that is really bad. All right. Cotton candy on this one. Man, has that been this sticky since high school? <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is so gross. It just tastes like a marshmallow. Yeah, it does. There's nothing there. It's literally a marshmallow. I mean, it's a good marshmallow, but yeah, I mean, I I get no cotton candy out of that at all. No, it did sort of wash that that's nasty uh, watermelon. Dis- that's taste super out. disappointing. It's pretty disappointing. This is bubble gum. Ooh, ooh, oh, gum sparkles. Mm. Oh, no, look at Michael's fingers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I got. I haven't been this tacky since Mandy and I were dating. I know, right? I don't know how to read that, but it could go both ways. <laughs> well, it did go both ways. Oh, my God. Uh, Fucking stop. Ooh, that's bad. Oh, dude. Is that bubble like, gum? I don't like that at all. That's okay. No. Nope. Oh, no. I can't follow that. That's what she said. Yeah, <laughs> I'm literally gagging, bro. Really? <laughs> Over bubble gum? What what is this, Matt? Uh, oh my god, I uh, can't. Toasted coconut and caramel. <laughs> oh my god, that bubble gum is horrifyingly bad. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> That's gross. I don't I'm not a big coconut. It's like a marshmallow. A coconut on I get it. hardly any coconut. No, it's just a marshmallow. It's the flakes on top. I will say my biggest criticism of these is that none of the flavors have been aggressive enough for me. No, is that you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're gonna make, if a, if you're gonna make a, like a bubble gum yeah, one, like, cotton hit candy. me in the dick with yeah, it. I want to like, I want you know what I mean. I want right. to be able to like tell what I'm eating. This is uh, Butterfingers. So this can be our last one. The other ones are chocolate and vanilla. Okay, so. yeah, I have no interest. Vanilla's just gonna be a marshmallow. Well, it's chocolate and vanilla and chocolate and chocolate. That's not bad. You got to get the shit on top of it to really get the flavor. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's fine. That's that's. I, I mean, put, it's the best dude, one we've had tonight. I put that on a fucking s'more, and that would kill on a s'more. <clears throat> All right. Any of these would be interesting on a s'more. I will say. That bubble gum's bad though. Yeah, really I didn't bad. think it was that bad. Oof. It was all right. Tastes that was the most aggressive flavor of any of them. Well, that's probably oh, no. That one, that one was that Butterfinger one was. No, if you got the Butterfinger shit on top, it was. No, I I don't know that I did. Well, then you didn't get the. You well, just got fuck me, man. We're I going to music one. time. We can fight about it later. Fucking hell! I didn't have any shit on. There's it's because I ate it. Oh, that was out of your mouth. Yes, fucking Christ. about why they're right. About the things they like From pizza terror To ambient noise Here's raps and riffs That three white boys Think you should know So here we go 
Enjoy the show. All right, music time. Okay, Michael. Here we are. It's Let's music see. time. Yep. Matt, what so are you saying? It's music time. I'm saying it's music time. <laughs> she moved out. <laughs> You're saying she moved out. <laughs> With the mattress police. Um, no theme there's this no, week. There's next no tags week on these mattresses. Next week we do have a theme. We have a uh, somebody that ponied up the big bucks. Yeah, man. So coming to a podcast. I almost cried on a treadmill in Planet Fitness today. So I've got Trying one of my songs. Song. Okay. What's the theme next week? We'll talk about it next week. I sent you a, a message yeah. about it. It's also in your calendar. It is Look in it the up. calendar. Yeah, we have a calendar. We, we have a Google calendar. You, <laughs> Matt, we've had it for it's literally an, it's years. It's an iPhone calendar. Do you not have it on your phone? I've got it. Okay. All right. Play your play your song. What do you got? <laughs> Um, God I just damn. found this yesterday, two days goon. ago. <laughs> is it semi charm kind of life? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a jumper. Yeah. People are discovering the '90s again. It's great. Um, Rob Thomas. The band is. Oh God, fuck Matchbox Twenty. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'd fuck to him <laughs> at three a.m. specifically. A. M. Yeah, that's not a bad idea actually. Um, when it's raining. Yeah. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Where are you, while you're wearing a raincoat. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? With Santana. <laughs> <laughs> With Oya Kumo Ma playing, uh, playing boop, in the background. Boop, 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 boop. Hey, Oya Kumo Ma. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Lord save me. This is good burgers, Walter. Uh, the artist, the band, whatever, is uh, Baby Baby Explorers. Oh, my God. Is this Kids Bop? Stylized Baby Baby One Word underscore explorers i don't know okay it's, baby baby explorers it's the, it's the most pretentious thing i've ever said it's, it's a dora tribute it's, band it's avant pop okay remember Dude, anytime i hear avant remember that like automatically remember the one foot out the door remember everybody the FKA let's album go she put out the mixtape she put out who fka twigs yeah it's sort of in that vein okay like it's experimental. It's a little new wave. It's a little <laughs> as long as it, it just doesn't Elon get Musk's super fucking vein? weird huh elon musk's penis vein what? What? Isn't FK Twigs who got it? No, that was Grimes. Yeah, that Wait, was Grimes. who's FK Twigs? She, FKA Twigs is a artist. Artist from England. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Really I good. Like, I feel like she, she fucked somebody. No. Well, she well I'm, did. I'm sure she has. I thought I thought for sure it was Leon, Elon Musk. Leon Musk. Le- 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 Elon's brother. Leon it's his Musk. Brother. <laughs> Leon Musk. Anyway, the album's called Food. <laughs> <laughs> I like Leon uh, better, to be honest. Leon's much preferred. Leon's the enlightened Musk. <laughs> uh, anyway, the, uh, the album's called Food Near Me, Weather Tomorrow. Uh, the song's Carolyn. This does sound like Baby Baby Explorer. Like it's a little new wave, oh, it's a little dance. Jimmy Crackcorn, Jimmy Crackcorn, Domo Domo. I feel like I need to be in like a cafe in Tokyo. <laughs> okay, it's, I can get behind that. It's kind of fun. It's okay. just ten songs, twenty-seven minutes. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff going on, but not like yeah, over the it's, top weird. it's different, but it's not like it's not like Sonic Youth shit or whatever. Like, yeah, is the album called uh, Figuring Out Garage Band? 
says the guy that every week plays something that it's just a guy with an acoustic guitar and garage band. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Anyway, I just it's a fun album. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like that. That's yeah. all right. No, that sounds great. I do I do actually like it. <laughs> no, that's great. Oh, sorry. I, I don't know what happened on the slider there. I just lost my way. Oh god. Uh so I just this is another random TikTok thing, man. Like a some random person pops up on my for you page and it's not even like a music person. You know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. like you know, I've got the one person on TikTok that I follow or whatever. This person was just like, I just love this album by a band. It's a Mexican funk band. Okay. <laughs> called Midnight Generation. And I had never heard and so I downloaded it. I'm like, it's pretty fucking good. So uh, this is uh, the album is Afterlife and the song is Afterlife. Let me turn my computer on. There we go. Another one bites the dust. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yep. I thought the same thing. Another one bites the dust. Oh. Hey! What? Huh, good guy. Oh, baby, baby. I'm a sucker for a good baseline. Midnight Generation. Does this sound like fucking Carlos Santana? Fuck me. Mr. Santana to you. I told you. You can make fun of me all you want, you fucking... No, I'm in. I... I like it. Yeah, it's good. So yeah, it is uh, Midnight Generation. Yeah. Noise. Uh, I'm gonna do Nobody Hates You by Jessia. Okay. Songs Nobody Hates You. Jessia. Yeah. Jessia. How's that spelled? J S S I A. Jessia. J S S I A. J E S S I A. Yeah, I guess. My bad. Jess- I would Jessia. 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 Yeah. Or Jessica. Jessica. Without they just misspelled. Yes. They forgot the C. On Jess- the Jessia Rabbit. Tricks are for kids. <laughs> I don't know. You just went from Who Frey Roger Rabbit to Tricks in like half a second. You're welcome. <laughs> and the only connection were rabbits. And Jessia. <laughs> Jessia, Jessica you got Rabbit. The Jessica Rabbit. No, I got it. I followed you. That's a good message, though. I mean, it's definitely has that feeling where it has like a inspirational uh, message for you. So, 
So yeah, I don't that, know. It, it, there's a <laughs> there's a passion vibe to that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look. Was that Point of Grace? <laughs> no, it was <laughs> Jessia. We went over that. Oh, Jessia Velasquez. Yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> Jennifer's sister. <laughs> oh, Jennifer Velasquez. Who? I don't know. Who's Jennifer Velasquez? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer's sister. All right. Uh, uh, anyway. She, her song is on all fours. <laughs> I get on all fours. <laughs> oh, no way. Oh. Boy, once a podcast, you have a real winner, and that is this week's winner. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, jazz artist Sam Gendel. Uh, He's one of my favorite modern jazz artists right now. I was um, going to make a Sam GMG reference there, but I decided yeah. against it. The album is called Cook Up, and it's an album of covers from the 90s. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to play one. You have to guess what it is. Okay. And it's in jazz it's form. It's jazz form. GMG's Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Uh, so I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because the intro is pretty long. But <laughs> Who else would it be? I don't know, man. I, I was like, it doesn't sound right. It sounds a little bit off, but maybe because you didn't say the full okay. Samwise GMG. <laughs> I'm starting at sort of about 50 seconds in. Hold so. on. Okay. Let me turn your volume up real quick. Okay. There you go. You ready? Go for it. Yep. Oh. You, you'll know it. God damn I know. It. Oh, or am I guessing the song? Yeah. Oh. I'm so bad at it names. It sounds familiar. Yeah. Guess the artist, too. This isn't the original artist, though, right? I think it is. I'm never going to get it. I know the song. I'm just never going to get it. Oh, it's a boys to men. Yeah. I'll make love uh, to you. No, no, I swear. I swear. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he just does covers, man. Is he playing that on a theremin or something? What the fuck is it? Sounds that like it, actually. He's playing on bicycle brakes. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Anyway, okay, that's it. Great album. Here's <laughs> a song featuring. Uh, did, who was the country artist that? John Alabama. Michael Montgomery. Oh, was you John, had that fucking album. Was it John Michael Montgomery? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty sure. Dude, I ate up that George Strait Pure Country oh, album sorry, when I was in point. middle school. All right, there we go. I went through a br- very brief we both country did. phase. Yeah, yeah, at the same time, you did. You did Clint. I was Black. Clint Black and George Strait guy. Yeah, you were Alan Jackson. Alan Jackson. John Michael Montgomery. Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, baby. I fucked with Colin Ray, man. That was my jam. <laughs> Johnny's da- that wasn't Johnny's daddy. What was Colin Ray? What, what was his song? Cats know. in the Cradle. No. <laughs> what? No, it's Jim Croce. You dipshit. No. Okay. No wait. No, that wasn't even Jim Croce. No, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, God damn it. I, <laughs> Uh, Tesla Love Chapin. me Harry Chapin oh. Love me Who, was What metal band covered that Was it Tesla Who fucking No that covered? was Signs Oh yeah that's right what, what, song, what song are we talking about I don't fucking know Are you know. gonna put the M. Night Shyamalan movie What the fuck are you, you What is signs. happening right now Dude I am lost You said signs. I somehow yeah, got I, into a conversation with you And got myself lost yeah, I, I have no idea I remember I saw the sign It opened up Yeah it's Ace of Base Ace of Base Yeah Yeah well, now we just went down a fucking rabbit hole. Right, right what you next. Uh, Ron Gallo. G-A-L-L-O. Um, 
What a terrible name. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it real. I was thinking the same. I'm trying thing. to think. I, I, Isn't like Gallo a cheap ass wine? Yeah, I like can, Ernest. It's an Ernest son. Ernest and Julian Gallo. It's just I, Ernest son. Yeah, I can only. Uh, Ron Gallo. Who do you think in your mind? You've already probably already seen a picture of this Ron Gallo. What? The guy Ron Gallo. Who what do you, do you picture? Of? I'm picturing Ray Bolts <laughs> with a shorter not, mullet. Not, no, it's not correct. <laughs> I, 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 that's a valid guess. Well, I now Ray Bolts. Well, okay. I'm going to look up Ron Gallus. We should have Ray Bolts on the pod. He's not a Christian anymore, right? Uh, I don't Isn't know. he gay? Yeah, he's definitely gay, but there, there are gay Christians. I know that, not. Michael. God. No, they're not. It's a mess. Jesus Christ. Gallo. Oh, it's just one. There's no W at the end. Yeah, I said that. Oh, yeah. I mean. He looks like an indie rock guy, which yeah, is exactly what this is. He does. This is an album that I think is just weird enough for me. There's a picture of him playing a guitar with a skateboard. But still accessible. Yeah. Like, it's it's good. I like this album. Uh, the album, I listened to the whole thing. Uh, al- the album is foreground music. Okay. And the song is Entitled Man. A little bit of Velvet Underground vibe, for mm-hmm. sure. It's garage rock, for sure. I like the lo-fi quality of it a lot. This is a guy that, if I find found out that he was going to be at like Hi-Fi in oh, Indy, I, I would yeah. totally go because I think he'd put on a great show. Mm-hmm. So that is Ron Gallo. That's a fun album. All right. Uh, what you got, buddy? I'm. I don't remember. I'll I'll know it once I hear it, but uh, I don't remember exactly what this song is. Um, but it's called Reach for the Stars. The artist is Elias Period. So just Elias with a period. Oh, again. not you don't spell, spell out period. Elias. E-L-I-A-S. Okay. So Reach for the Stars. Growing <clears throat> Pains is the album. The song is Mike Seaver's Taint. Yes. <laughs> I'm not the son you wanted. No, no. <laughs> I'm not the man you thought I'd be. God damn it, Michael. <laughs> what? I remember you why I put this on my list. Because of me? You prick. <laughs> no, I do, I do like the song. And I chase a hollow dream. This is a TikTok song, too. Sticks and stones might break my bones, but your words, they hurt the most. You choke out on my ghost, turn me to a ghost. I tried to reach for the stars, but you wouldn't let me. I tried to grow my own wings, but you'd rather ground me. The things that you say cut deeper than you think Promise me you'll change never more than a day I tried to reach for the stars But you wouldn't let me I think it builds later 
Mm. A little bit. Yeah. Anyway, check it's it good. out. Reach for the stars, Elias. So period. Elias period. Does it have a period? It's just a period. Just the dot. Okay. Elias dot. Because I com. didn't know if you were just saying it's just Elias period. Like no, there's a dot at the end of okay. Elias. Just try there's to clarify one, that for the one uh, dot at the very bottom. The folks. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh, oh okay. Well, I'll, I'll throw one in for the guess who this is artist. It's it's an easy one. I think you'll you'll both get it really quickly. You say that, but I, I it's pretty easy. I freeze if up. You don't get, I suck on if Jeopardy, you don't get man. This I just freeze up at home. I'm like, oh, I kill boom, it. boom, yeah. boom. I bet I just completely yeah. break. If you don't get this one, I'll be shocked. Okay. So she said, "What's the problem, baby? Oh, yeah. What's the problem? I don't know. Well, maybe I'm in love. I think about it every time I think about it. Can't stop it's a thinking good song. about it. You know what? Who it is? No. I know the song, but I can't tell you who's saying it. You don't know either? Hold on. I'll even let you guess what movie it's from. It's a movie I hate. Shrek. Yeah. Oh. Who fucking sings this, though? One of your favorite bands of the 90s. Oh, is it a... Oh, uh... It wasn't Sixpence, was it? No, no, no. no. Uh, I have no idea who sang it. I know the song, but I have Johnny no idea. Chris. Oh, that's right. Shit, that's right. That's not who I was thinking of. Yeah. Damn it. That's a yep. good song. I like that song. All right, well, this concludes uh, music time. We'll see you on the flippity flop. Okay. <laughs> I'll be here, Michael. <laughs> Will you be here for me? Yes, only right. and only for you. Okay. <laughs> Lock up your fears, dry all your tears, refill your fears, we're headed into the new feed. Yeah. All right, news feed. Uh, we do have one from Alex Samuel. Uh, let me uh, pull that up if you don't, if you know, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Wait, what the hell is Tia's comment in relation to? Goebbels thought that up, bro. I have no idea what Don't that's know, in I relation that to. One. <clears throat> I was busy gagging down marshmallow. <clears throat> Went in rum. <laughs> Your commitment to never use that in the proper syntax <laughs> is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> All right, this is uh, from Alex Samuel. <laughs> At this point, I don't know if he'd like doesn't know the proper <laughs> syntax for it or if he's just trolling us. I have no clue at this yes. point. I'm, I'm guessing tro- <laughs> I'm guessing trolling. <clears throat> You've been practicing your braille today. What, what the fuck? Are you, you can't hear? <laughs> That's not what braille's for, buddy. <laughs> God, you are the weirdest person <laughs> I know. All right, Alex Samuels. <laughs> Uh, there she blows. Canadian woman <laughs> wins. Uh, key, oh, no. key West conch contest. Conk. No, it says conch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. What? There's no K, Brad. Okay. Oh. No. <laughs> God damn it. So you either get philosophical, <sighs> Michael, or troll, Michael, uh-huh. when it's high. We're getting uh, troll, Michael, today. A Canadian woman in a pediatric cardiologist uh, from Georgia won the men's and women's contests in Key West. 
their annual conch shell. Are you good at blowing conch? Conch shell blowing <laughs> contest. You think you could blow conch like this? Using lady? different techniques to impress Saturday's judges. <laughs> I'm always up for interesting techniques. <laughs> I got this. Uh... To really blow conch correctly, you got to have your lips placed just right. Mm-hmm. You can't use teeth. Yeah. I don't know. It can get interesting when you do. That's the old meth bludge. <laughs> the old meth BJ. Gotta love it. Bludge. <clears throat> um, See which one is the gap in the two front teeth missing? Oh, dude. What the fuck? You just slide Stop it, it. Holy shit. What the fuck is that? You get the teeth on both sides. Stop it. Holy God damn. <laughs> Me, the voice of reason. Are you kidding me? God damn it. I almost. <laughs> we had a question in the pub last night of uh, before we get back to this conk, uh, to her, this lady that's really good at blowing conk. Um, we had a question last night that Matt posted at the pub about if you had, if you got an erection, if it could have a sound, yeah. what would the sound oh, be? A conch sound? No. Hmm. That's, I was going to put that grapefruit oh, sound. <laughs> the grapefruit dick-sucking yeah. lady, that sound. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell my answer. Oh, God. <laughs> nope. That'll, that'll just stay between us, guys. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Slide to my DMs if you want to know. Um, I'll let you know if you get to know or not. You may not. It's only for a select few. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they played the song Jimmy Buffett's Fins on a pink-lined conch shell uh, with holes. Fuck Jimmy Buffett. God damn. It had the, the, the shell had holes so it could be played like a flute. Yeah. Car- Carol Whiteley. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that tracks. Mm-hmm. She blew. A I'm going to go ahead and guess that there was nobody that was not Caucasian at this thing. Dude, she blew a long, loud blast with her shell. Please the tell me there's audio of competitors. this. Please tell me there's audio of this. Um, Matt, find it. I'm looking to see if it, there's one attached. But <laughs> type in blowing conk and see what he comes up. Well, from one novelty to another, a tradition that dates back almost 60 years. Return to Key West, Florida. Take a listen. Jesus Christ. Sounds like a middle school band. Like like a middle school band. It sounds like. (laughs) 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 Diane, you're good. Some playing excerpts from hit songs. You're so kooky, Diane. Hound Dog. Judges evaluated them on the quality, duration, loudness, and novelty okay. of the sounds they made. <laughs> oh, that was a child. <laughs> I need to take my earpiece out. I was about to. <laughs> anyway. Uh, her, <laughs> oh, my God. This article. Uh, so, Carter <laughs> said she began blowing marine mollusk shell about the age of 10 years ago. About, no, about 10 years ago uh, during a family visit to Key West. Adapting, like te- <laughs> adapting techniques she learned playing the trumpet as a child. So, her. <laughs> 
Her object, petty ah, so to speak, is to win the cock blowing contest. So she got it. She got the fucking prize. Yep. The next day she wakes up and realizes she devoted 10 years of her life to winning the cock blowing competition. Blowing Man, marine animals. I bet she got so much pussy that night <laughs> for winning. Wait. I don't know. Pussy? Just trying to be inclusive. They can look a little bit like a mollusk sometimes. <laughs> Well, D, dude, here's her technique. She said you just sort of have to laugh, fart. <laughs> Matt stepped on his conch. Oh my god! Oh, it looked like a mollusk. Oh god. Anyway, so um, I don't know how to spell mollusk. Here's what she says: you you, ju- you sort of have to just buzz your lips when you're blowing. <laughs> Come when you're, on, when you're blowing into it, you have to make a sound with your lips in order to generate the sound. <laughs> Sounds a lot like spinning. <sighs> Fucking what? Dude, I bet she could rail a hog. <laughs> you fucking know it. If she's that good at blowing a mollusk, mollusk shell. Other winners. I bet, I bet old Catherine or whatever her name is. I bet she's got some skill. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to find her fucking name. Uh, her, husband, Harold, her husband, Harold, who walks in looking like he just got off a horse. <laughs> oh, Carol. Carol, yeah, yeah. Um, he's all chafed. Yeah, he walks in like he's all bow legged. Uh-huh. It looks like he's been riding a horse too long. Yeah. But in fact, a horse has been riding him too long. Uh, so another one was a uh, conch shell and vocal duet parody. Can't get it right. I, no, I'm, says conch. I'm committing to the to the bet. Um, <laughs> Uh, they did a, a, a song peri- parodying uh, Elvis Presley's Hound Dog. so And that drew cheers and laughter from spectators. Is there, is there, is there any audio of that? <laughs> Probably. I am not looking for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, my God. This comment. It's like when astronauts come back and can't find that high. She just some wizard. She's just some withered lady in the corner of a jo- Joe's crab shack retelling her victory. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good stuff, T.O. Uh, oh, that was T.O. Oh, who yeah. said that. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe's crab shack. <sighs> <laughs> she goes the. Oh, Jimmy man. Buffett. Uh, what's the food? What's the food Margaritaville, place? baby. Margaritaville. God, to, but Jimmy Buffett's music is so bad. It's awful. I just can't even fucking deal. There was a guy in my first church that had a parrot on his car, his car window. Like, <laughs> Dude, that whole culture is bizarre. Parrot people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently it's pretty common. <laughs> There's, no, no, There's nothing there, buddy. <laughs> no, I can see what you were trying to do. <laughs> nope. Uh, Airball. Not going to let you have that one. No, I'll take it. I'll take it either way. Yeah, anyway, I'll so that's Alex's uh Yeah, thanks, song. Alex. Oh, that was just his? I thought we'd yeah. all done ours already. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. No shit. Uh, 109-year-old man, uh, <laughs> instead of getting a cake... For his birthday celebration, he got a belly dancer. Oh, nice. Yeah, whatever. Went in Rome. And he... I support uh, sex work. 
I, I wasn't criticizing it. Can I just read the fucking story? <laughs> Jesus fucking be- Christ. I just called belly dancing sex work. It was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen a belly dancer? It's fucking hot. I mean, it, it's yeah. hot. Uh, one of the oldest men living in the U.S. had this 109. I can't even. What has this motherfucker know, seen? World War One was going on mm-hmm. when he was alive. What? No. 100, yes. 100 years ago would be. Oh, it was uh, what night? When was? Well, yeah, he. Yeah, 15. It ended in like 16, right? 18. 19. Oh, so he was. I hate him. He so was a much. small child at the time. Yeah. He's seen the invention of like fucking everything. Yeah, I mean, there's there's video of this shit. <laughs> he looks really fucking excited, bro. <laughs> he's sitting in a chair. He's in like a nursing home, and he's sitting in his chair, and she's just fucking doing her thing, and he could not be happier. Well, sure. I mean, good for him, yeah, man. Whatever. Fuck me. Fuck it. They, like, I think like nursing homes should be should be like encouraging this stuff like you seen this let the guy get it let the guy get another fucking boner man if it's good his last one it's his last (laughs) one simpsons episode grandma goes wake up damn it punching his dick yeah i've never been like one to think about the end but the idea to have that eventually you're gonna have one last boner you're gonna have one last boner it's kind of sad is that sadder than at some point your parents picked you up and put you down and never picked you back up again yeah yeah (laughs) The yeah, no boner is. is definitely mm-hmm. more sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, this is a. I think this is a heartwarming story. As you, as you approach fifty, it's a very real possibility, Michael. <laughs> oh God, Viagra, Viagra, Viagra. Oh, it's Fri- also got another link to a gallery of pictures of this guy that was oh, for his hundredth birthday <laughs> was surrounded in Texas was surrounded by a bunch of strippers, courtesy of his daughter. This dude knows how to party. <laughs> Oh, once again, if you're a hundred, I mean, fuck it. Who cares, know, dude? Seriously. Like, Jesus, as long as everybody's consenting and you're paying what you're the going rate, man, yeah. fucking who cares? Yeah. As long as you don't cut back on the tip, man. <laughs> the yeah. tip? Yeah, tip. Okay, that's not what yeah. I thought you said. You need to enunciate a little better on that one. Tip. Cut back on the tit. Well, cut back on the tit, too. All right, this is a uh, Am I the Asshole thing. I'm yes. not going to read the... Uh, All right. Okay, so this girl says, I'm leaving my boyfriend over a prank. Okay. I'm still shaken up. Um, And so if this doesn't make sense, much sense, I apologize. Trigger warning for suicide. I, 18-year-old female, have been with my boyfriend, a 20-year-old male, for almost two years. (laughs) Do the math on that. Sweet statutory. Yeah. I hadn't read this yet. My yeah. God. Well, wait. They're the just two years apart, right? Yeah, which means he would have been 18 and she would have been 16. Yeah, that's <clears> not <throat> entirely uncommon. Okay. But it's not. It's not. I mean, you'd high be school. fine with Erebus when she's 16. If she... or, I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, just that's saying a it's not uncommon. I mean. Okay. It's not uncommon. No, but, it's not. Okay. Anyway. I moved in, in with him last August and things have been pretty rocky. My whole life, I've struggled with my mental health, specifically depression, anxiety, and self-harm. I also have a history of trauma, but I don't need to get into that. I made sure my boyfriend knew this when we started dating because I wanted him to be able to nope out of the relationship if that was too much for him to deal with. He assured me it wasn't an issue, I'm sure. He said with his head between your legs. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, it was like, no, it's Ford. Stop it. Uh, he never seemed to get, he never seemed to really get the whole mental health thing, though. 
Okay. Oh, great. Uh, he would make this is exactly I'm right. <laughs> yeah, it's not an issue mm-hmm. as long as you're fucking me. Um, he would make comments saying stuff like depression is just spicy, sad, quote unquote, and people with trauma should just get over it. He also wow. thinks that only veterans can get PTSD. This guy's a real piece of work. So he's a fucking idiot. <clears throat> I've tried explaining things to him, but he just brushes me off. So I do the best to ignore him. <clears throat> Recently, he started watching. A couple prank channels on YouTube. Fuck, dude. Fuck off. And he started pranking me. At first, it was just small things like putting way too much flavor in my water or salt in a bite of my food. I laughed it off. It didn't really bother me. But then he started jumping out and scaring me. That kind of stuff really affects me sometimes because of my PTSD. And I tried to explain that to him. He would apologize, but do it again the next day. Yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah, he's an idiot. I was getting annoyed and frustrated, but I tried to let it be. Things escalated when last week when he put some noisemakers under the toilet seat in the middle of the night. I woke up to go to the bathroom and sat down. Boom. It being late at night, me being half awake and the loud noise all mixed together. It gave me a full-blown panic attack. I was on the bathroom floor crying and having flashbacks. After I don't know how long, I stopped crying and was just staring into space having flashbacks. He came in because I guess he noticed I was gone for a while. He didn't hear it? When he saw me sitting on the floor, he remembered his little prank and started laughing. Wow. I just stared at him for a second, got up and called him an ass. I slept in the living room the rest of the night. The next day, I set him down and told him he cannot keep scaring me like this. No more jumping out at me. No more loud noises. And he pretty much sighed and rolled up his eyes and said he would stop. Everything was fine for about a week. God. Yesterday, I got home from being out with a friend, actually feeling better for the first time in a while. When I walked in the house, all the lights were off, so I assumed he was still at work, which isn't abnormal. I plugged my phone in because it died on my way back home, but when it powered on, I got a notification that he sent me a text. It just read, so sorry, I love you. I replied no. saying, it's okay, I'll see you when you get home, love you, and I heard his phone ding in the bathroom. That was weird, I thought. Uh... I got got up to go to get his phone, oh, and when no. I got into the bathroom, I saw him laying in the bathtub. The bath was full of water. There was an empty bottle of pills on the sink, and he was covered in blood. His wrists were cut, and there was just so much blood. My heart sank. I started having a panic attack, and turns out he starts uh, laughing. He said, what "Gotcha, asshole, dude, this <clears throat> fuck him." Dick. So yep. she left. Yep, leave. Get the fuck out. Um. So or make she, him leave. She basically ran away and is staying with a friend. God Fuck. damn. What a piece of shit. No yep. kidding. Dude, Grow fuck the, the whole fuck prank up. thing, man. The I prank fucking thing, hate I hated that shit when I, I had a kid in my youth group that wanted to oh, do that I shit, and it. I wouldn't allow it. I'm like, I you're not doing that to no, me. I fucking hate that not, shit. He was, it was when Tom Green was big. So he was doing Tom uh, Green uh, shit. Oh, I know who yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I do, too. I just, I couldn't fuck. I was like, you're not doing that on trips, man. You're not doing that to random people. No, I just can't. We're just not. There is something that I I just cannot deal with, like people. I can't deal with pranks. Intrusively doing things that they are not welcome to do. Yeah, like I just cannot yeah. stand it. So I love a good prank. Remember when I had a kid it. on my roof? <laughs> yeah, and he destroyed my gutter in my brand new house. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember. And he was that. wearing a thong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt was a really good youth pastor. You guys? No, well, I was. I just couldn't stand fucking pranks. <laughs> I'm not defending myself. Fuck you no, guys. I, I, I don't fucking anything. like pranks. I don't I like them. I've never liked. Brad that. said he didn't like pranks either. I'm the only one who likes. I came them. out in my fucking car was strain wrapped one time. <clears throat> oh man, we did that to a friend in college. Mm-mm. I did too. 
Yeah, I did some of this, but then I realized, you know what? I really hate when this shit gets done to me. Yeah. And it's like, I'm just done. I'm not yeah. I'm not doing this anymore. So, uh, One more. No regrets for all the while. I do have some regrets. <laughs> some mild regrets. Here's another Am I the Asshole. This one's interesting. <clears throat> that one was pretty cut and dry. My wife has a horrible habit that I discovered two months ago. We were ordering lunch on the Subway app, and I told her to pick the location that has a drive-thru. That way, we don't have to go inside and take the baby out of the car just to clip him back in a few minutes later. I've seen this. I read this one. On the pod? No, I almost used oh, this one. okay. She told me it's not a big deal to leave the baby in the car to run in and pick it up really fast. I had no idea she ever did this. <clears throat> I told her I was not comfortable with her leaving him in the car alone, even for a minute, and she told me she's been doing it since he was born, and it's always been fine. Oh, my God. Wow. She told me she does it to pick up food and run into the post office or pharmacy. I was floored. Pick up food? Yeah, we don't live in a horrible area, but it's also not super safe either. I told her not to ever do this again. Yeah. She told me she never stopped to think about the potential dangers. Holy fuck. Uh, you can, you, okay, so I do have some insight into this. You can lose your kids over this. Yes, mm -hmm. for real. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> it's, and, not, it's not like fuck around and find <clears throat> out. If all it takes is one person to call and report you because they're trying to save your fucking child. Yeah. Um, and, and you can lose your kids. Yeah. You can, I mean, there's also every year you hear stories of like yeah. people that went into a gas station to pick up one thing and their car gets stolen with their kid in it. Yeah. Like, yep. It should happen. We've had those stories. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, well, yesterday as I was driving home from my brother's house, I spotted her car at the gas station near our place. It was parked in a spot up front and not a pump, so I figured she stopped in to grab some snacks, which we like to do. I decided to stop and go in and say hi and get some food, and I pulled in and parked next to her. However, when I got there, I was furious to find our son in his car seat. The car wasn't even locked. Jesus Christ. Wow. I don't know what came over me, but in that moment, I decided to take my son and put him into my car. He's got a car seat in there, too. I then drove to the other side of the gas station parking lot and waited for my wife to come out. It took six minutes for her to appear. Man, wow. <clears throat> when she saw that he was gone, she looked stunned for a second and then started to frantically look around and cry. I didn't get it on. I didn't let it go on long. After this, I saw her pull her phone out, presumably to call 911. And that's when I pulled my car around to her. I parked, got out and walked around to my son's door and opened it to show him to her. She looked extremely relieved, but then was pissed, uh, asking why I took him and did that to her. I told her she needed to learn her lesson. Oh. So... She thinks I he's th psychotic and she's guilt tripping him. And he's asked, did I go too far? Am I the asshole? No, I don't think so. That That's something that, I mean, that's just dumb. There's three people <laughs> within a one mile radius of my house that are sex offenders. Like they're everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Uh, I, I think there's a way to get your point across without doing that. Without causing that. I don't think, that. I don't I'm think wondering so. that too. I don't I, panic. This one is tough for me. I don't know where I land on this. At but all. somebody yeah. like that who's just like kind of blown it off. Yep. You kind of have I mean, to shock I, I well, get it. And, and I mean, and it clearly it's not. I just run in for a minute. I mean, no. he said, yeah. it, it, after he got six there, minutes. it was six minutes yeah. after he took the kid. This is one of those. So it had been like probably. I understand taking the kid and just fucking leaving and just packing shit up and being done. Like, I, I understand that more than doing it because that is in a way kind of like a prank. It is. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> kind of is. Though. I mean, it's definitely adjacent. Yeah. I will give you that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. People like that have to learn. A hard I kind of just have, feel sorry people, for the kid. There's some people who have to learn the hard way, man. Yeah. I mean, they really do. They're not going to learn it. I mean, she blew him off how many times? And she kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it. 
Mm-hmm. At least respect your spouse and say, okay, I'm not going to do I this mean, I do wonder what the other solution would have been. Call and say, hey, can you put the kid on the phone? It's an infant. Oh, I know. I mean. But but something to that effect of, hey, I'm right next to our child. Or Where take video, like pull him to the parking yeah. lot and just video how long he's been sitting. That way he can watch the car, make sure no idiot's yeah. going to take the kid. I mean, I suppose there's other yeah. creative work, better ways that to do I, it. Whenever I, I think about it in terms of him pr- taking the kid and protecting the kid until she gets out, I like I can get almost get behind that. Not the trying to scare her. It's more of like protecting the kid. Like I can can do some mental gymnastics to be like I can okay, get there. I mean, I can get I can get to get to either position. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. On this, I I just feel like it. I think where I the only place I can really land on it is maybe find a better, more creative way to do it. They've obviously had the conversation multiple times. It sounds like, and she, and she wasn't keeps getting it. Off. So, like, at what point? I don't know. Like I said, I can I can agree with either side of this. To be honest, yeah, yeah. All right, Michael. Wait, it's your turn. Did you go? Man, that was a lot. Fuck. A uh, man busted with six hundred year old mummified girlfriend. <sighs> <laughs> okay. A uh, 26-year-old man oh, in Peru God. was caught was just caught lugging around the mummified remains mummified remains of a person who died many centuries ago tucked inside a food delivery cooler bag. <laughs> okay, uh, the mummy is between 600 and 800 years old, dating back to the ancient <clears throat> Inca civilization. Who is a DoorDash order for? <laughs> Cleopatra. What? Cleopatra is much older. That was Egypt, buddy. Uh, That's clear. Not even clear close. across the world. Not even close. Police initially approached the man. If they dug the hole deep enough. <laughs> Police initially approached the man, Julio Cesar Chavez. Bermejo. Is Julio Cesar Chavez? No. Uh, for drinking in public with his friends, but the mummified remains of what Bermejo referred to as Juanita, his spiritual girlfriend, quickly Oof. caught their attention. Uh, as it turns out, the Boy. body, wrapped in blankets and unceremoniously tucked into, into the small delivery bag, was meant to keep him and his friends company. At home, she's in my room, he told the press. She sleeps with me. I take care of her. According to Bermejo, the mummy was in his family's possession for almost 30 years. The artifact is now in possession of the Ministry of Culture. <laughs> We're will be taken care of, hopefully. Boy, it takes all kinds in of fact, world, Juanita, In fact, Juanita isn't even a woman. It's not a Juanita. It's a Juan. Oh, wow. A ministry official told AFP, explaining that the mummy appears to be the remains of a 45-year-old man. So That's like your age. Mm. I'm not a mummy, though. <laughs> Fucking might as well be. Might as well be. <coughs> anyway, man with 80 pounds scrotum couldn't have sex for seven years. Same. No. God, 80. Holy Let shit. See. Bro. He almost needed like separate pair of pants just for his freaking ball bag. Uh, freaking a man who scrotum grew to more than five stone. At that point, you're just wearing a tablecloth, right? Is that all that is? I mean, uh, there's just so much girth. Grew, in there. It grew to more than 36 kilograms, had to undergo a 40, 14 hour operation to remove the mass. Dan Marr uh, from Battle Creek, Michigan, had a rare condition called scrotal lymphedema, which left him in constant pain and struggling to walk, shower, or even use the toilet. Well, yeah, his. God, that would be a nightmare. Uh, Mara was also unable to have sex with his wife, Mindy, for seven years due to the growth. Um, initially, doctors were how unable to determine. seven years? Like, how do you, Maybe like. Maybe I should get this checked <laughs> out. <laughs> Maybe I should get, like, yeah. <laughs> initially, the doctors were unable to determine. It's not the, growing. They were, the cause of, they were unable to determine the cause of his condition. 
And it wasn't until he saw a TLC show titled The Man <laughs> honey, with... Honey, I shit on my balls again. That was the <laughs> name of the show. <laughs> how, do you, how do you even urinate with that? How do you pee? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just going down your balls all the way to the floor? Like a waterfall? Yeah. Like a yellow. Boy, I bet those fuckers stink. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, you can't man. possibly anyway, clean an 80 pound scrotum. It wasn't until he saw a TLC show. It's my title. favorite 90 pound was cover band. <laughs> 80 pound scrotum. Uh, it wasn't until he saw a TLC show titled The Man with the 132 pound scrotum featuring a man named Wesley Warren that he finally began to get some answers. <laughs> oh, that's what this is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 14-hour operation uh, involved a team of eight surgeons and 12, Not support, <laughs> and 12 support staff. Uh, anyway, the medics removed around 80 pounds of tissue from his scrotum. They also took around 70 pounds of fat from his stomach. Um, Two for one, man. Yeah, he was featured on his own <laughs> TLC show, Dan's 80-pound testicle. Boy. <laughs> they, they, you know what's great about that? They don't even, like, try we're just going to call it, it Dan's 80-pound testicle. Let's just call it what it Holy is. Holy shit, bro. It's called The Morning Show, The Morning it Show. It looks like he's wearing hammer the pants. The Tonight Show, The Tonight Show. <laughs> Dan's 80-pound like scrotum. Dan's 80-pound scrotum. Straightforward. God. What if MC Hammer just had elephantitis the whole time? That's they, why he was wearing those pants. Well, he had elephantitis with a dong. We've seen what that. They, oh, what my they, God. What do they do with that once they chop it out? Probably what they do with other fat and shit. I mean, they just it's put it in fertilizer. In, no, it probably goes in biohazard waste yeah. trash. It's incinerated. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's what they do with it. Buried in Indiana somewhere. <laughs> well, you know, there's never mind. What I'm gonna say. No, you yeah. know, there's some fucking creep out there. Some trying to eat creep this, ass eat doctor that has a collection of shit. No, you know it. No, yeah. dude, there's some weird motherfuckers out there. Yeah, but not doc. That would get found out. Mm-mm. <laughs> You pay off the right mo. I don't know. I mean, you can't just tell walk out of the hospital hundred, with body Tell that parts. to the hundreds of corpses inside people's backyards that don't want to incinerate. Is that a thing? Yeah. What, like out where you live? No. Where? <laughs> yeah, Cletus is under that oak over there. No, it, it's uh, the mortuaries. Like, the instead of actually, there's been several cases where the mortuaries don't actually incinerate people. And then they just bury them in their backyard. A few, quite a few times. Neat. Yeah. Okay. So they just give you a box of ashes. Uh, yeah. Wood ash. Yep. Hmm. Well, what do you know? Well, yep. okay, thanks then. for bringing us down, Michael. Michael, what do you got? You're welcome. Thanks for killing the moment of the podcast. All right. What pro- was that story? I don't even remember the fucking this, uh, story. The, oh, the 80 pounds scrotum. That's yeah. right. Okay. Uh, Nick Cannon. Was covered. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's quality. Thank stuff. you very this much. This is not the onion. I doubled the triple check. It's not the onion. <laughs> Nick Cannon announces a game show Dude. to find out, quote, who's having my baby. Fuck this guy. Yeah, seriously, man. We're a fucking condom. What are you doing? It's the mother of all game shows. Like, I get do your thing, but like, it's mother some point of all game shows. Hey! Like, this is pretty gross. It's gross. Yep. So He's gross. I mean, it's just, that's... Don't. It's unclear if, if contestants are going to be selected at random or if Cannon is currently dating these women. 
Uh, Does he even date people, or does he just impregnate people? Like, he was with Mariah Carey for a long he's time. He's like an alien with like an ovipositor. <laughs> he's just ramming yeah. it down people's throats. Just blasts them into the leaves. Yeah, he just says, eeny, meeny, miny, oh, you. I bet, he's got, I bet his kids' names are terrible. He's a celebrity, a weird celebrity. I hope they're all redneck they're... like Bill and Cletus. <laughs> Cletus Cannon. Errol. <laughs> Errol. Okay, here we go. I got it. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured as much. <laughs> He's like pretty mad. Look, this isn't a very good list of Chauncey. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, so with Mariah Carey as the mother of twins Monroe and Moroccan Scout. Fucking I get what? Monroe. I okay, Monroe get Moroccan. is weird, but okay. And Moroccan Scout. Moroccan, Moroccan Scott. Moroccan Scott. Uh, with Brittany Bell. What uh, are you doing? Moroccan Gold- Scott. <laughs> he has a son, Golden Sage or Golden Sagan. What are you doing? Carl's Moroccan daughter. He has a daughter, powerful queen, and a son, Rise Messiah. <laughs> what the fuck? With uh, Lanisha Cole. Onxy Ice Coal Cannon. Onxy? It's a daughter. With uh, Abby Dale. I don't know who these you people are. You say Ice Cold? Ice. You don't know who Mariah Carey is? Onxy, Onxy Ice Coal Cannon. There's a note Mariah Nothing Carey can for that. What? I know who Mariah Carey is. <laughs> you said I don't know who any of these no, people I, are. No, uh, Abby De La Rosa. I don't know who that is. Uh, no, she's a DJ. Twins Zion Mixolodian. And Zillion, okay, like Zion, I get Mixolodian, and Zillion, yeah, Zillion Air, like A G I R. Come on, man! I, with Alyssa Scott, uh, their their son Zen and their daughter Halo Marie. That's not terrible. My older two kids hate their names, and we just took them for the Bible. And they're yeah. not mega weird. They hate their names. I can't imagine what these kids uh, are going to look like. He has a like. son like, named Rise Messiah Cannon goes to high school, and he has like, a son named Legendary Love. I mean, come on. Fucking what are you doing? I just... I d- Why not? <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I, there it is. Who cares? I, d- I don't. I just... I mean, I don't actually care. But I just think about kids, like... Man, Moroccan like, D's nuts will be fine. <laughs> He's got enough. He's got enough for th- money for therapy. Mm. Wild it out pays well, I hear. <laughs> I mean, there's like six or seven women he's had babies with. It's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, well, I can tell you what he's wear doing. Wear a fucking condom. Like, <laughs> you see, Matt, when a man <laughs> loves, a, loves woman. a woman and wants to make love to that woman with great, great concentration, he's able to achieve. Not- an- <laughs> uh, King Charles, fuck that guy, uh, will not be smeared with intestinal wax of sperm whales. Uh, at his coronation, so it's a big break from tradition. So I'm sorry, Jesus fucking. Christ. I'm sorry. What? I don't understand people that defend the monarchy. Like I just don't <laughs> so understand. Scary. They're fucking useless. I just don't. They're all get useless. It. Every one. Like of them. I've seen people that are like they're just there are figureheads and they mean a lot to us. I'm just like, but like they just bleed your country dry. They don't mm-hmm. offer like well tourist dollars. People are going to come to London, yeah, whether they're there yeah. or not. Yeah. yeah. What, they're not. It's not like they're visiting. <clears throat> there them. are a lot of people who enjoy it. That is a touristy thing. What to like, go see Buckingham Palace? You yeah. can do that without anybody in it. I know, 
I, I, know, I just but, personally but people, don't understand. But I'm saying people are uh, fascinated by the, the king and the queen and the prince. And I the know, whole like, royal family. like a lot of Americans. That's like millions yes, of a Americans. lot of Americans. I watched a video. Of, I don't get uh, it, but whatever. Of these uh, men that were watching the news of Princess Die die in live, they were playing a game, mm-hmm. and then somebody was just recording them playing Uno, and then it was on on the TV in the background. So she was a good person. It's fucking though. crazy. Like I, so I understand why they continue to do it. Mm-hmm. I do think it is is weird and gross, but I, I I do think there is a lot of money behind it. Well, yeah, the, yeah, the, but they're the, also taking a fuck ton of money. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, they're the grade. biggest landowner in the UK. Christ, like they're making shitloads of money every year yeah. to do nothing. Like I just, I don't know. I just don't. I I don't get it. I really mm. don't. I can understand the pageantry and like whatever, and I can find that stuff interesting. It's interesting from historical. Oh, I might because watch, it's been going on for might, so long. I might watch but, the coronation just out of a historical. I've never seen anything like it, but yeah. like, I just I don't understand the fascination with it. Yeah, really. And the okay. people that just defend it so much. I don't know. Yeah, I don't keep defending it. Who cares? Um, okay, so a while back we talked about Replica, which was uh, a, an AI, artificial intelligence chatbot. Um, but it was about, probably over a year ago that we talked about okay. it. Um, and at the time I looked into it, I actually downloaded the Replica just to see what it was like and and have a conversation with this AI because it was like early, early on. And the the story behind it is this woman had a loved one who died and... She put all of her chat messages, uh, all her threads, all their emails, and then several emails and conversations he had with other people and put it into basically a computer system so that they could talk to their friend beyond the grave. That was the original story, right? Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so do you remember that at all? Not really. Yeah. So um, it was a, a way to, to mourn a loved one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I do yeah. remember this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so have that conversation. Okay. See, say what you need to say to them, you know, and hear what they would likely say yeah. back. Um, so obviously it took on a life of its own. They created this thing. They put it out there. It had, um, it basically created an AI companion for people who wanted one, who wanted a, a companion, whether it be um, just a friend or sexual. So there are like sexual mm-hmm. relationships on as well. So, um, they did this. Um, a woman, you know, fell in love with her chatbot uh, shortly after her divorce, um, and she named him Jose. This this all happened, you know. But but the crazy thing, and you've got other people that are mourning. No way, mourning people. Get it? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that wow. only ended a minute. Wow. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so uh, I would assume thousands. I don't. It doesn't really say exactly how many. Uh, people fell in love with their AI chop, uh, chatbot companions, and then they lost them. So something happened in the server, and all the data you did because it uses the data you give them to learn mm-hmm. more about you, and it's just gone. So they lost all those relationships. So they lost their companions, basically. Yeah, killed <clears throat> them all. I mean, as much as I want to make fun of that, that's fucking it sucks, hard. man. That's I mean, that's... if you're using that as a coping mechanism, yeah. Um. It sucks, man. So, um, yeah, it, I don't, I don't know how to feel. Like, I want to make fun of it, but it's like, yeah, yeah but it feels like it feels like a 
a way that some people are using to grieve. And yeah, it's like, and, I'm not going to tell fucking and anybody And I'm not saying it's the healthiest grieve. way to grieve, but it, it's a way. And yeah. it's not my grieving process. It's theirs. But, yeah, that, that fucking sucks. It's no different listening to old, old uh, voicemails. or Is it any different than going and visiting their grave every no. day and talking to the grave and they're not there? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not any different. I mean, it, it really, when it comes down to it, I wouldn't tell anybody how to properly grieve. So, like, yeah. Holy shit, that's rough. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, and then you know, spicy, sp- spicy selfies. There's an actual like <laughs> uh, a 3D render of the person you're talking to, and apparently, so you, you can, can literally put a name with a face, like a put a yeah. face with it. Yeah. Yep. You can dress them however you want. Um, yeah. What do you think about AI shit like that for like nursing homes, like giving I mean, somebody an AI yeah. companion? I mean, if yeah. you think about it. That's infinitely a better option yeah. than somebody who sits in there and rots whose family doesn't visit them more than about twice a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I I think that's a viable use. Well, there's something to be said for mental stimulation, too, of conversation. and Sure. Especially yeah. for people who are mentally declining. Yeah. I'd be interested to see. I don't know. Maybe they're doing something like that. I have and no that, idea. I mean, that is... That's that idea is in a lot of science fiction movies with AI companions. Yes, helping the elderly. Uh, the moot, the Steven Spielberg movie, AI mm-hmm. was about a parent, a, a family who lost their son. Yep, and they got a robot son replacement to help them grieve the process. So, it just, uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, Welcome to 2023, baby. The wild world we live in. <laughs> All right, palate palate uh, cleanser. <laughs> Uh, giant bug found in Arkansas Walmart, <laughs> identified as a Jurassic era insect. What? Fucking what? Yeah, the giant lace alive. Wing. Yeah, um, giant lacewing commonly found in eastern northern America, uh, mysteriously disappeared in nineteen 19- <laughs> <mean> northeastern. <laughs> generally eastern, how we talk about. E- it says eastern North America is what it says. Oh, okay. Um, disappeared in the nineteen fifties, and they thought it was. Uh, it died during to the increase of light pollution uh, and the decrease of raging forest uh, fires in eastern North America potentially played a role in its disappearance. Hmm. So, well, fucking um, crocodiles and alligators are just dinosaurs. I mean, yeah, they've been around for a long. It's like, sharks. Like they've been around for fucking long time. Of years, yeah. yeah, just living out in Walmart. <laughs> it's it looks like it's an old fucking insect. <laughs> it, yeah, looks like my uncle Luddy. Yep. Luddy? God damn. Where did you pull that from? God. Oh, Luddy, he's down there. Uh, Down there in the creek. He never quite made it to the Winston Cup level, but he was close. (laughs) Winston Cup. I don't even know what it's called now. I know. I don't have any idea now. It changes every year. Got a lot of jackets. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of Marlboro jackets God, Use those camel points And get you some camel swag I love that we've just invented somebody Out of mm-hmm. thin air Oh, Luddy. oh Uncle Luddy The uh, <laughs> not quite NASCAR is gone, gone but not forgotten Gone too soon He went out in a blaze of fire It was literal blaze The car was on fire He was giving that cop the finger When his car lit on fire Oh. So I think he won. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> we should probably do uh since Matt has to go to work. Oh yeah, I guess we could do that. Probably should do a co on it. Further 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 further
The Shamrock Shakes still aren't here. Did you order them? No. Oh, damn it. I didn't think they'd be any good by the time they got here. It'd be worth it to find out. <laughs> we'll fucking order them, man. I get here after Matt leaves for work. Yeah, we're just sitting in his living room drinking Shamrock Shakes. Yeah. Two straws, one, one shake. <laughs> That's the uh, sequel of Two Girls, One Cup. Here, it brings all the boys to the yard. Did you ever watch it? Nope. What? Did you ever watch it? Two no. Girls, One Cup. Uh-huh. All right, so I have a story about this. <laughs> no, you, you I did not. told the story. Oh, I have told Have it. you? How I found out about it was mm-hmm. in the fucking cafe at Starbucks. Oh, that's right. You did. <laughs> they were watching it in the goddamn cafe, so I haven't seen it like on my own. But, like, I've been around it enough to know. Luckily, before anybody conned me into watching it, I heard a description of it. I was like, absolutely fucking not. No. There's no way. No. Yeah, I don't. When it worked in the factory up in yeah, that sounds northern like something Indiana, I would watch. Yeah, you got to see this. What is it? Two girls, one cup. Like, absolutely fucking not. Mm-mm. I'm waiting for the sequel. <laughs> Three girls, one cup. It's extra peanutty. Two and a half girls in one cup. <laughs> Three girls, Don't. one cup. The peanuttiest. That's the name of the movie. The squeakquel. <laughs> what are we doing? Let's talk about some Zen learnings, guys. Oh, this is the dumbest podcast ever made. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Oh, I love it. Oh, we serve no purpose in this world. No. It's amazing. Matt, go ahead and read this. this. Hey, guys, but if we don't do it, somebody else will. So we might as well be us. Yeah. This is uh, titled Keith Sweat. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, Keith was asked to officiate. No, it's it's a- <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> was it Richard? Richard? Uh, Richard Sweat? Dick Sweat? Dick sweat. Is that the joke you're going for? Dick Sweat. God damn. I was thinking of Richard Simmons. Sweat to the oldies. <laughs> How do you get from Keith Sweat to Richard Simmons? Sweat to the, the oldies. <laughs> do you remember Sweat to the oldies? I do. Did yes. your mom sweat to the oldies? Uh, probably. Mm, Lord I think so. She did. Pretty sure she did. Stop it. <laughs> God damn it, man. He had that plan the entire time. <laughs> I hate you so much. God damn it. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, God. Oh, God. My smile muscles hurt. I might just go to work early. And just fuck you guys. Do you realize at some point mom was wearing a leotard and dad, and dad was totally into it? <laughs> what? So do you realize at some point mom was probably wearing a leotard? Fucking why would you dad was that? really into it? Why would you think of that? That's rolling around in your brain. There. Probably. It's probably a suppressed memory. You I'm going to prob- come up in therapy. You probably walked into it. Man, it's I, probably the source of my trauma. Well, I don't, what I don't color remember was anything leotard? like that. Do you remember what color the leotard was? <laughs> in your brain, what color is it? I need it for my brain. I hate this show. So I hate you guys so much. I hate this fucking podcast so much. I need it for my brain. God damn it, man. <laughs> and we get on Patrick Gott. Oh Jesus Christ. my God. That is infinitely worse that than is anything so he's ever. fucking funny. God. <sighs> All right, Matt, go ahead and read the co on. Kassan, uh, Keith's brother, was asked to officiate at the funeral of a provincial lord. 
He had never met lords and nobles before, so he was nervous. When the ceremony started, Kassan sweat. Uh, afterwards, when he had returned, he gathered his pupils together. Kassan confessed that he was not yet qualified to be a teacher, for he lacked the sameness of bearing in the world of fame that he possessed in the secluded temple. Then Kassan resigned and became the pupil of another master. Eight years later, he returned to his former pupils in life. It's pretty good. Yeah. What do you got? I don't know. I just read it like 10 minutes ago. Me too. What do you got? <clears throat> um, well, I mean, there's something to be said for it's really hard to carry what you know to be right into the world when you're faced with um, not right when to carry any kind of Zen, any kind of enlightenment, any kind of anything into your everyday life. Oh, that's interesting. And I speak from experience. I didn't think of that at all, but I, I don't see that angle. On I it, don't yeah. take this shit to work. <clears throat> I struggle. I struggle when I'm met with face to face with sure. shit. I should be Zen about or enlightened about or fucking whatever. I, I can't do it or I can do it sometimes, but I can't do it all the time. Like it, I've talked to my therapist before about the fact that like something good will happen. I'm like, I don't know how to replicate that. I don't know what caused it. I don't know what, why it happened. <laughs> I don't know how to replicate <laughs> that moment for every day. It's like a weird thing. It's very similar to something I discussed even in therapy. Today. Yeah. I mean, so, it's, yeah. so for me, this one, this one, I mean, just reading that little section alone, <clears throat> man, for he lacked the sameness of bearing really in the world of fame that he possessed in the secluded temple. Like, he's like, I've got all this shit. I can teach you all this shit. It ties in with what we talked about last week. Yeah, it really I can does. teach you all this shit, oh, that's interesting. but I'm not taking it into the world because I have sweating in front of all these people. I don't you know, know how to act in front of them. You know what that them. reminds me of? Um, there's these scientific experiments where, where there's, like, mice, and they have to do a certain sequence in order to get uh, the treat to come out mm -hmm. of yeah, the dispenser. Yeah, yeah. That's what it reminds me. How do I replicate this moment? How do I do yeah. it? And eventually they, they keep working at it and... and and find the patterns. Yeah, you keep dinging, You want to keep dinging the bell. How do I keep dinging yeah. the bell to get the cheese? Mm. Yeah. How do I get the cheese of enlightenment? <laughs> this just became, uh, where's my cheese? Where, dude, where's my cheese? Who moved my cheese? Oh, Jesus. That was a book, wasn't yeah. it? Like, series? Yeah. It's the sequel to Chicken Soup for the Soul, wasn't it? Yeah, it was I before. Know. I think it was <coughs> probably around the same time. But <coughs> so, I mean, that's, just, that's what I drew from that, like, just automatically was just... I, I'm that guy. I can't. Man, that's interesting. I need to keep studying, yeah. apparently. Well, for sure. I mean, fuck. We all, I mean. Yeah. Like, none of us are. I there. mean, even in the middle of an, even in, like, in one, let's just in one shift, I went from Zen mat, fucking whatever you want to call it, to less than Zen well, what's mat. The, I, mean, I mean, what's the base of that? Like, what? I, I don't know. What's that, the underlying emotions that lead to that reaction? I mean, I'm asking right. that, not as an accusation, because I'm dealing with that same shit well that's what my therapist would ask me too and i i'm getting better at sort of recognizing like what's if asked if being the observer i guess and yeah. asking what is causing this what what made me think this way and why can't i get out of it so i'm at least to the point where i can observe that now actually doing anything about it is a whole different issue but because when you bent that piece last night <clears throat> you felt like you were in middle school again and you were going to get ridiculed mm -hmm. for it i failed yeah. i don't like failure I hate it. Might yeah. want to get that checked out. I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> I go to therapy next week. We'll talk about it then. But yeah, I mean, that's like I was fine until that happened. I failed. I fucked up and failed. Yeah. And there was not there weren't going to be consequences. Like, it's, I'm not going to get fired or get in trouble. It's just, right. Shit happens. It's, yeah. It shit happens. It's a fifth. It's the fucking fifth cylinder on that same robot that's in like the last month. I'm not the first one to do it. I won't be the last one to do it. It's a stupid design. It's a stupid setup. Um, and that's up to engineering to fix. But I don't think that's going to happen. Anyway. 
but we didn't have a new cylinder. We didn't, so it was just like I kind of spiraled until I got home, and I was fine when I got home because I just kind of let it go. But um, yeah, I mean, I just I, I don't know how to replicate the first six hours of my shift every yeah. week, every day. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So and that that's what I that's what I take. So from you this. find yourself that way. I have way. to keep going back to him. I gotta go find. I gotta find another master to go back to to teach. You me find about. yourself that way. You, you find your. So if I'm understanding, you find yourself. Generally speaking, the first part of your shift, you're pretty much you settle in and you're there. Most generally, of the time. yeah, generally, and yeah. then you kind of deteriorate as the night goes. Part part of it's exhaustion. I get. Yeah, it. I was saying like tired has to be a huge part of it. It is. I mean, I slept. I slept four hours a day. Woke up, had some breakfast, and tried to go back to bed. Like, I mean, I had a fucking terrible mental health day, and I was fucking exhausted. Yeah, I woke up. I it mean, matters. I even said to my my therapist today, she's like, "How you doing?" I was like, "I've been mostly okay. I'm having a shit day today, mm-hmm. and I know it's because I'm tired." Mm-hmm. Like, I've I yeah. that's yeah. one thing that therapy's helped with mm-hmm. is understanding and being aware of that shit. I'm tired. Yeah, and when I'm tired, I have no defenses. Yeah. And yep. I'm just wondering if it's a similar thing. Oh, I'm sure it is. And so I have the no doubt. first thing that goes wrong, like you bending apart, mm-hmm. it's just like it's that's it. Mm-hmm. Like because you're yep. kind of already fragile mm-hmm. just from being tired. Well, and so, it's not even that; it's that we didn't have another one. Oh, sure. Like it'd be but, one thing but, if I could just fix it, and then you feel like the asshole. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, I mean, I, I we've had those experiences in our yeah. job mm-hmm. where <clears throat> you can't fix something. You can't fix it. You don't have the part to fix it. Yeah. You spent four hours on it. Mm-hmm. And you have to leave them still down a machine. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it doesn't bother me anymore. It used to really bother mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Because you know it's it's going to it's gonna because it really ref- suck for them. All you mm-hmm. can think is it just reflects poorly on me, even though it doesn't. It's just yeah. a thing. But it, you're like in their minds. I care less about that now. But, man, I get mm-hmm. that feeling. So, like, yeah. Yep. You feel like a shithead. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Michael, what do you have? Um, so I was thinking about like along the lines of what we talked about last week about the idea that he had been preaching this message in a, in a close community. And whenever it came time for him to come outside of that community, it was like, Oh fuck everything that I've done. I don't actually, it's not actually coming into fruition because I haven't fucking practiced it. Um, And that's, that's what I, that's what I got out of it is basically he realized that he was full of shit. And he needed to go and make it authentic. I think that's another side of the coin of what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think those are really sure. similar. Yeah, those yeah. are very similar. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that for me was like, okay, he's tr- he's looking for authenticity in, in terms of where he's coming from. Okay. And um, while it's not unusual to feel um, nervous about things, if your whole thing is about contr- controlling your emotions and your reaction – and then being confronted with something that is that big, yeah, it, it it fucked him up. He quit, went somewhere else to learn, and then came back. But it, he had to he had to learn for himself because it was just, and he, it was not that he was wrong. He wasn't wrong in the first place. It just it wasn't real for him. Well, and there's something for the enlightenment of realizing that you're not there yet. Yeah. Like he realized, like, oh, I'm I'm <clears throat> I'm not there. I can't be teaching you guys. I'm not there. And I, I think there's something there That's with... Great. I didn't connect that to last week at all, but I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, yeah. I think there's something there, too, about um, becoming so enlightened that you leave the you leave the teaching in terms of you stop teaching. Um, I think there's something to that. Because we, we've gotten these people who just disappear into the fucking sun, sunset. Even Thomas Aquinas was like, nothing I ever do will ever stack up. Yeah. You know, and so there's something to the idea that eventually people 
who get to a certain level are just like, what's the point in like, I shouldn't be teaching because I have so much more learning to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. And it's not because they don't have anything to say because they do. It's that they've realized that it's not in the saying, it's in the doing, it's in the learning themselves that makes the difference. And so there's a point in enlightenment where I just don't think we've touched yet, at least on, on an intellectual level. Uh, it's an experience level. And so you've hit all these people who have, who have intellectualized enlightenment. And then at some point they stop and it's just further up, further in. Does that make sense? That's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah holy so, shit. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. And I think we've talked about that recently. Was that last week? I don't remember. I've mentioned it before. Yeah. I think that actually leads into what, how I read it. And it's just because I was, and I think it's the only reason I interpreted it this way is because I was literally thinking about this very thing. I didn't read this go on until about 10 minutes, like right after I got here. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking, I was on the treadmill at Planet Fitness today trying to just like, get therapy out of me yeah. <laughs> for 45 minutes on the treadmill. Um, and I was thinking about how I was thinking about the, just the chaos of the universe and the, that, that at some point, if you're going to grow, the chaos finds you this. Cause I'm, I'm thinking about this and this let's, let's put it through this koan. This guy is doing well okay he's he's asked to officiate the funeral of a provincial lord so this dude's well known he's probably known as a great teacher he's got obviously has disciples or pupils or whatever right yeah so he knows his shit right but he encounters this chaotic uh maybe chaos isn't the right word a destruction of who he thought he was yeah, mm-hmm. he he thinks I think this ties in exactly what you guys were saying, too. Like, I think it all ties together. But he had to go through this. Like, I mean, the word is apocalypse, which is literally like uh, what's it mean? Like, in uh, shit, it's a showing, isn't it? Yeah. Or the revealing revealing. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> you you periodically, if you're going to truly grow. experience it like you're talking michael taking it from intellectual to experience which we talked about Mm -hmm. maybe last week i don't remember or a couple weeks ago these destruction these moments of absolute destruction come yeah and their your ability or inability to deal with those things determines (laughs) how much you grow like how far into this or toward quote enlightenment you get and I was thinking about my own life of <clears throat> there's been small things. Obviously, there's been small incremental steps of just whatever. But any of the biggest leaps I've taken forward in life in, to be more awake were through destruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, <clears throat> I mean, leaving youth ministry was an apocalyptic event. It revealed a lot about me yeah. when I burned out of that failing in two church plants destruction like and so what that led to was the destruction of basically what i thought i was supposed to be doing on this earth yeah and i think i'm and so then i have this last year another destruction yeah 
of like of, of just a, an absolute meltdown and it's like this destruction happens again and it's like I'm, i was thinking just on the treadmill today i'm like the key for that is you can either accept the destruction and let it happen yeah. or you can continue to try to keep the building up, up while it's happening while the earthquake is happening right yeah and it seems to me as i look at my life and as i read a koan like this you you have to let it destroy you you yeah. have to let whatever's going to burn away burn away so I, I, before you went before you explained all that i had another thought in my head sure. so this is going to I don't want you to think this is a this is a thought I had based on what you what you said because I don't want it to seem like I'm being a dick, but um, I was thinking about how he how he must have been feeling in that moment in terms of he had just like did he hit that moment of I've arrived and like oh I'm yeah. getting asked people know me people respect me and he got up there and he he with the football yep. you know he got up there and he's like oh fuck i don't know what i'm doing it, do you think it was ego based i think the ego aspect of it hit him in terms of him feeling feeling like he he sure. had arrived oh, and sure. then realizing that he hadn't 100 percent. yeah i mean i think that's the destruction like that's he ends up leaving who he thought he was doing what he was supposed to, he thought he was supposed to be doing yeah and he just has to fucking leave it's it's total destruction of the self like and he so he has this apocalyptic moment where he re it reveals about him oh shit i'm not where i thought i was yeah what's the proverb pride comes before the fall and so so he has that moment and he fucking he just walks he just yeah. leaves like he yeah. lets it destroy him it destroys his career essentially and who he thought he was as a person and he has to let that happen and he lets it happen he leaves he could have fought it he could have just ignored those feelings Mm -hmm. Yeah. After he meets, you know, he, when he was nervous and had anxiety and all that stuff, he could have just swallowed that shit and yeah. gone back to teaching, mm -hmm. like he knows everything. Yeah, just covered it up. But he let it destroy him. Yeah. It's the only. It was the Which only I don't think way. It's terrible either. Like it, it destroyed him. And and no, it's not terrible, but destroyed. it really, really sucks. And yeah. I understand why people fight. It. I think it's terrible if you resist it. It's terrible regardless. It, it is, but I think it's more yeah. terrible if you resist it because you're you're fighting it against reality. You're yeah, yeah against... but for some people, resisting it is the only thing keeping them alive. So I, I think in terms of that, you got to tread lightly in terms of not giving in to um, that moment, if you will. Does that make sense at all? No, no. Malik's complete. Okay, I'm confused worry. too. Don't worry. <laughs> Never Ignore me. It, it, I don't know. I don't know how to explain what I was just thinking. I don't either. I don't either. All right, move along. So what were you saying? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, something about being destroyed. What, or Oh, that it... Um, I, I mean, it's obviously painful whenever it happens, but it's more. I think it's more painful you resist it because you're resisting what's essentially the natural order of things. Which is chaos and destruction. Right. I mean, we live in a violent universe. Mm -hmm. uh, resisting, violent things happening all the time. Mm -hmm. Resisting failure, I think, can be dangerous. That's what I'm saying. Isn't that what you're saying? Though? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the same thing. Chaos, failure, whatever. But, resisting but, that. Resisting the. But I, I resisting I, the possibility of change coming from that failure. Yeah. Maybe. Is Which a is way of saying it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and this is where other guys like Ramdas come in where I start to understand what he was saying when he says it's all perfect. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like that there's a there's a moment of like you just yield to oh shit. I this is the thought I had on the on the treadmill today is like I think I come to the conclusion that Camus was absolutely right. That at the end of the day, we are all Sisyphus pushing the rock up the hill, and we cannot avoid that. Mm-hmm. And we can't avoid the... And what we can't avoid is just the difficulty of life. The, the absurdity, the absolute chaos and destruction of the life we live in. Yeah. It's just the way the universe works. And it sucks and, it's hard. it's hard to say that without being a dick to, like, single moms... Dude, it sucks. I mean, of course, it sucks. Nobody's saying it's easy. Had sexual assault. It's hard to say, you know, this is the way. This is how I know, dude. It's I struggle with that teaching. That that's why it's like fuck. I see. I see how you can get to that teaching. I can't get there at this point. Like I'm not. But I can understand. I can see the path toward that. Like because it's like. If if we, I, I just think we're if we're all Sisyphus pushing the rock up the hill, the, what are the choices? The choice is to fight that or to yield to that and be happy being Sisyphus. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I, I you know I just don't understand. There's no. It seems to me there's no other choice because well, the, yeah, there's the, not a choice, it, and that's that's the bitch of it. Well, regardless, his, regardless of of what we do and how we try to protect people in this this world. People are going to fucking find a way to murder other people, to sexually assault other people. Mm-hmm. To, we live to in cheat, a chaotic, steal, destructive, like, violent universe. It just is. That's we the, can have laws, but they don't prevent people from doing bad things. I mean, I was thinking, I thought about this when somebody pointed out there, like that, that point that we live in a chaotic, because we grew up, no, we live in a God ordered universe where yeah. it's all, you know, he's got his finger on everything, right? right now, yeah. Which obviously leads itself to a whole other shitload of problems. Yeah. But. I, you know, we, that's how we grew up. So I remember the first time that my mind started to change on that. Somebody was like, no, look at like the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. That's millions of years of violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of violent water reaction to rock of, yeah. of violent. Yeah. It's a violent act. I read like, reading uh, Carl Sagan's Cosmos. That's bear, a bear eating a fucking deer yeah. is it's violent. Mm-hmm. It's destructive it's like that's the universe we live in for anything to have life there has to be destruction before it that's one of the things yeah. i learned from that from reading cosmos by carl sagan he's like there are stars exploding and incinerating entire planets i right we're, the, the universe is literally born from an explosion right i mean we're literally we're literally the product of dinosaurs star- aren't here because of some violent shit that happened yeah an asteroid point. hit the fucking planet yeah like, i mean our moon was because probably because of two moons colliding and exploding, and our moon was created out of that. Like everything is created, we we literally are created from exploded stars. Yeah, everything in yeah. us. I mean, so our very nature is born out of vi- pregnancy. You ever seen a birth? Yeah, yeah. It's fucking violent, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's violence. It's kind you come of into the world through a violent act. Yeah, yeah that's our nature. But then our nurture is to protect. And we've done that as a as a species, tried to find ways to protect ourselves, our our fight or flight response. You know, it's always that's the 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 nurture, but it's becoming nature, if you will. But yeah, we want to prevent those things. We want to re- prevent murder, theft, sexual assault. We want to prevent hate crimes. We want to we want to do our best to make the laws and make things work in a way that that those things happen less frequently. But goddamn, mm-hmm. like. Sometimes shit just happens. It just happens when you're not expecting it. Mm-hmm. So. It's complete destruction. 
I mean, I always talked about when I deconstructed my faith that it uh, as a house of cards. And I think that still lines up, but it's not just about faith. That's just yourself that you build up as a house of cards. And shit happens in life or you have some sort of a mental meltdown. And you can either continue to try to paste that fucking thing together or you can let it crumble to the fucking ground and rebuild something else in its place. Build like, your, your house on solid foundation or on sandy? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, fuck. I mean, that's a way to interpret yeah. that. Shit. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. I mean, that I I don't know. Like I was. I, that's it's just amazing how we inter. I interpreted that through completely through my experience. You interpret it completely mm-hmm. through yours. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just it's. Yeah. But they, I think it all ties together. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting that. Well, he goes back to another master, and to me, then he comes back eight years later. Like, there's always a. There's always a, a there's always something to learn, I think, is what I kind of take from that. The end of that is that yeah. maybe at some point in the future, he goes back and learns more. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he maybe there's just life is just an ongoing series of enlightenment and destruction in realizing that, oh, I'm not as enlightened as I thought. So it's not to, it's time to go learn something else now through probably through that destruction. Honestly, I mean, hmm. that's probably going to be the catalyst for you to go learn something else is your yeah. life gets turned upside down in some form. Um, whether it be you had a bad night at work and now it's time to go relearn something or you, something truly tragic happens in your life or to someone you know and it throws everything out of, throws everything into chaos and you're left to think, I guess I got something else to learn now. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. And, and there again, you can, you see how, how small of a leap that is to get to everything is perfect. Mm-hmm. That's a really small leap from yeah. what you just said. Yeah. Uh, Tio has a, a good story to just kind of back this up, and so it's not just us talking. Uh, uh, this is the story of my life, LOL. Uh, when I flunked out of college and got a job at my home church after the fact, I was a completely different person. Uh, so much when old church friends would talk to me, I felt like I had quantum leaped into <laughs> my body. Uh, they were Tio talking. Bacula. Yeah, they were talking to someone else. Uh, now looking back, Scott it was Knowles. now looking back, it was the best slash worst thing that could have happened to me and made me who I am. Yeah, mm-hmm. complete destruction. Mm-hmm. It changes you. Like I mean, when you think about just putting that in that context <clears throat> of, I don't know who from college I could talk to. I couldn't. There's nobody that I know of. I have. Yeah. I mean, like I just I I don't know what. I'm I'm so f- far away from that person, yeah. And so many of my friends from college are still in the world, the church world, or the. Yep. I just I don't, and it's not an arrogance. It's not like oh I'm, I've grown further than them. I mean, like it, it, it's not about that. It's just like I don't know what the hell fuck yeah. we would even have in common. I do think there's just a natural growing. Like I saw uh, a couple of days ago, I was at a work site, and some guy that I used to hang out with during the summers, like. Every day, spent the night at his house back and vice versa and, you know, hung out and I saw him all the time. And then uh, I saw him picked up just like we had left off. It was a good conversation. And he was like, isn't it crazy that like we all like that group friend group used to hang out all the time and then we just all mm-hmm. faded away. Yeah. Like and it wasn't like it wasn't like a, a, a choice we made. 
It just happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, it was a good conversation. It, I didn't know him through church or anything. So it was like, there's no church weight there, you know? But, um, yeah, it was, yeah, just bizarre. I think there's a natural growing apart that just happens with people from sure. different eras of our lives. What, so I've, I've talked to a few people. I can't um, wait till I can get past this era. <laughs> I've talked to a few people from, from college. And I mean, I've met with a friend. He was my groomsman, one of my groomsmen. He's working up a church in northeast Indiana I was, when I was traveling with you guys. Northwest. What did I say? Northeast. I meant northwest. Yeah. Um, northwest Indiana. And South I've, by Southwest. I saw him up there two or three different times when I was working in a shop up there in St. John because um, it's near where he's a pastor at. And so I stopped by the church just to talk with him one day just to see him because I was there and I didn't have anything else to do. Um, and it was nice to see him, but I couldn't relate to his world at all. No, and so I, I realized know. I realized that there's – this is going to sound really arrogant. I don't mean it to, but most people in churches, I find – you know, they talk about, oh, I'm really <clears> growing. <throat> to me, they're growing sideways. Yeah. I mean, I, I know what you mean because it's like – I was just thinking that because they they haven't they're fighting the destruction. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this is what Richard Rohr talks about with like the two halves of life. Like, and what he's essentially talking about is at some point you have to have that destruction and you have to allow that. Uh, what, what's the word? He order, uses? disorder, reorder. disorder. Mm-hmm. Like there has to be the disorder mm-hmm. if you're ever going to get to reorder and get to like that healthier mm-hmm. place of awakening. Like everybody yeah. just it, it's all it's and, just rearranging deck chairs. On and the I look at so many. Of, I look at some of the people I went to college with, and they're kind of the same people they yeah. were. When we it's like, yeah, God damn, dude. Like you know, you're still spouting the same company line. It's like man, like at some point they never grew, they grew sideways. They've done the same. Do you Bible not studies. like? I just don't under. It's like do. Do you have the? It's like, it, do they have the questions and they just decide to eat them? Like yeah. you just swallow it. I mean, we've known people that started. I think really started the deconstruction process mm-hmm. and then just was like, nope, nope. yep, yep, and, and went back the other way. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about about two another thing that we're 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 heading into a new era for ourselves personally. I think. Um, I can I, I I know Brad is. I don't know about you. We'll see. We'll see. See if you agree with me on this. <laughs> but we're getting to a point where we've had the conversation. You specifically, Brad, have have talked about a post someone made, and like, why do they care? Why do they care? So <laughs> right. you see these people who go just past mm-hmm. Christianity into deconstruction, and then can't fucking let go, and and that's what I th- I think we're getting to a place where that doesn't seem. Like this podcast started like that seven years ago, yeah. Christ. Um, and we have, in a lot of ways, not in all ways, but in a lot of ways have moved past that. Moved past the desire to fight about the Asbury thing. To fight about shit that we uh, don't think will make a difference because we don't fucking care about the church. Um, so uh, I think we're getting ready to come into that. And that's why we haven't, I mean... Uh, two days ago, I threw away probably 10, not threw away. I relocated about <laughs> to the uh, ravine. No, no. I re- <laughs> relocated about 10 books that had been sent to us over the past year or so. Yeah. Uh, even in about a year ago, I did the same thing. Got rid of a bunch of books that, that people wanted to come talk to us about. We still podcast. get, we still get requests. We get requests like... regularly. We had a, re- a request regularly from somebody who's been on the podcast and it's just like, we don't want to talk about that anymore. 
Like yeah. it's just, we're just not, we're just out of that world. We're not going to read that book right now. And maybe th- there'll be a time when we come back to it. Who knows if it's somebody we really like, uh, we can, you know, have that conversation. But like, we're at a point now where it's just like, that's so beside the point to, to argue the validity of a revival. <laughs> so it, it's it, to us, it just seems ridiculous. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't. And I don't say that to be like we're in a higher plane. No, 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 no. No, it's just, it's a natural progression that you leave these people that you were a part of. Yeah. Like, and you keep doing it throughout your life. I feel like it's natural. Maybe, maybe not for everyone, but. No, I think it is natural. I think it's, I think it happens to everyone or has the potential to happen to everyone, but I think you can fight it. I think you can spend your life. Papering Stuck. over the cracks, mm-hmm. plastering up the cracks in the walls, doing a hundred Bible studies, or like all the same doing Bible everything study. you can to keep that yeah. house up when the key is to let it fall. And that, yeah. but it fucking sucks, man. Like mm-hmm. it's it really sucks. Like yeah. I still have times where I just like it's like God, it, blissfully ignorant would be wonderful. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like. I wish I could go back to what I, I did. There's some time like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do sometimes miss the certainty of shit. Yeah. Because I have no certainty about anything. You can't unknow but you what can't, you know. But you it's, can't it's go back to the certainty. You just can't. Yeah. Like, once you've... <clears throat> once your eyes have been opened, you just can't close them, man. Because when like, you live in an it's really fucking hard. When, you, when, you've let the, when you've let that house fall and burn to the ground, when you've let that happen, it, you can rebuild, but it will never look the same as it did when you before it fell. Yeah. You'll have the same, a lot of the same materials to build that house back. But that house will inevitably look and feel different. Yeah. And, I, I, and there is a time. It's it's possible that we move back into those houses or rebuild those houses. It's possible. Um, but right now it seems so far-fetched. And I couldn't imagine going back to the same place even and being like, all right, I'm ready to but start of, I mean, Nick Cave, though, like he talks in his book that came out last year about after the death of Arthur his son tragically it, it he he went started going back to church yeah nick cave mm-hmm. i mean he's always sung about god and he's always sung like in a but he you know he also explored nick cave can be very dark especially his older stuff can be really dark <clears throat> and so but it was really fascinating to read about how that that destruction that burning down of the house yeah. or crumbling of the house of cards he rebuilt it, but went back to what he was raised with, sort of. Not in the same way. It doesn't look the same. And we have people in the pub who have gone back. Yes, but it, it doesn't look the different. same. Yeah. That house, there's a lot of similarities, but it just, you cannot rebuild it the same way if you truly let it, if you you're truly either, destroy it. You're either it. more left or you're more right. There's never, there's never right back where you were. Yeah. Yeah. Because you realize questioning uh, led, leads somewhere. But that's, in my opinion, that's not even letting the house fall. You're just yeah. keeping the house up. And you're, yep. as it crumbles over the years, you're nope, just nope, papering nope. shit over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you said, do another Bible study. That's. Yeah. For me, like, I, 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 it's hard for me to wrap. And I know there are a lot of people, and I don't want to offend anybody listening. Uh, I mean, my spouse included. Like, it's hard for me to understand that people who are still involved with the church why they would have anything to do with this podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. In terms of listening. Maybe they don't. Maybe, they love, maybe it's they just interesting. Chaos. Maybe it's, 
I don't know. It's it, for me. It's like we're so not there anymore. Yeah, I can't bring myself to listen to like an earlier episode, like an early episode. Oh god, I can't do it. Sounds terrifying. Because I know we were still kind of we cared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think subsequent catastrophes or whatever we would we defended the church early on yeah have i think we still wanted to fix it yeah i think we did too like i think we still we didn't want to be part of it we wanted to fix it and now i just don't care Mm -hmm. if if it gets fixed fine if it burns to the ground fine i really don't care well we've walked away and we're not going back i mean but maybe i will at some point i have no idea never intent i don't know i mean i I don't think i don't think that the guy in the in the thing ever intended to go back I think he left. That's probably true too. And then, and then, good point. Eight years later, he's like, oh, he went back, but he wasn't the same. Yeah, he went back. He can't. And literally says he came back enlightened. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I think life to steal from where I think life is just a constant series of order, reorder, and disorder, or order, disorder, and reordering everything. Yeah, but you have to let it happen. Or has a book called The Wisdom Path. You have to let it. You have to let it happen. And then you have to do the really difficult work of rebuild of reorder, mm-hmm. and it's really fucking hard. What seems so weird now is that we were so certain of everything, and yeah. certainty is a myth in a universe Fuck. that's inherently chaotic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, it's inherently chaotic. I yeah. mean, that is the universe we live yeah. in. From the Big Bang on, it's all been, it's literally all been chaos. And I mean, to, it's to no think wonder that there's some kind of certainty amidst all that. It's no wonder that like really you know, ancient people created the idea of the gods. It oh, makes yeah. sense. If you think about all they saw around them was chaos, and they're like, well, maybe there's some, there has to be something behind this. These, this god or this god or this god, well, if we sacrifice to this, maybe. Like, you can, under, you can see where that would happen. That's what the source by James Mischer covers really well. Yeah, you don't have, you don't have science, really. Mm-hmm. Like, all you see is, like, a flooded river coming toward you yeah. and taking out your village or whatever you're encampment we pissed off one of the gods yeah yeah mm-hmm. fuck why the, do, why the, does the moon come around every so often yeah like it does why does it do this shape and that shape and it's and it's every, I mean, think and it's of, every th- 30 days think why, of being why a, does daddy come around so often think of think of being an ancient person and seeing an eclipse mm-hmm. like what the mm-hmm. fuck like you think a full solar eclipse where it starts getting dark mm-hmm. and it's like you would have to think for five we're minutes, fucked the world's ending we're fucked it's yeah. over uh, the bitch of it all is that I had all the answers and I threw them all out for mystery and doubt. What lyrics are those? Those are mine. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. That's good. So, but I found that I am more found when I'm lost. So. But it really, really sucks. Reorder yep. is really hard work mm-hmm. and I understand why people keep trying to just paper shit over. Yep. All right. Let's get in smash tags. Holy shit, that's a lot more than I thought. Now it's time to decide our hashtag. Hashtag Leon Musk. Yeah. (laughs) Hashtag the enlightened Musk. (laughs) Hashtag Jennifer Velasquez. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag on all fours. I get on all fours. (laughs) That's, That's Jennifer's song. Hashtag old forceps head. Yep. <laughs> uh, hashtag the old meth bloge. <laughs> wow. God damn, dude. Uh, hashtag Matt stepped on his conk. 
<laughs> Hashtag wearing a tablecloth. <laughs> Hashtag honey, I shit on my balls. <laughs> God. Uh, can we just name the episode that? <laughs> honey, I, I shit, shit on, on my balls. balls. Uh, hashtag Moroccan D's nuts. <laughs> hashtag wild now pays well. <laughs> uh, hashtag two straws, one shake. Uh, <laughs> wow. Hashtag the peanuttiest. Oh, God. <laughs> and then hashtag I need it for my brain. Hashtag Leon Musk. <coughs> hashtag Jennifer's sister. Uh, hashtag her song is on all fours. <laughs> hashtag your mother's minty milk. Ugh, hashtag God. I might have somebody who's interested. I don't even know what that was from. <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> something of mine. I don't uh, even remember what it was. You remember. said it. Yeah, I don't remember what it was about. Uh, hashtag he's our last horcrux. <laughs> hashtag fluff your belly. Hashtag we have to steal the elder one from Trump's casket. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag old forceps head. Uh, hashtag I can't swallow that. Hashtag that was out of your <laughs> mouth. One of the, it's one of the lesser known hollow notes hits. I can't swallow. I can't swallow that. No, 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 can do. I can't swallow that. Can't swallow that. Uh, hashtag that was out of your mouth. Hashtag blow conk. Conk. <laughs> I straw. I didn't know which one I was going to go con- with. Conk. Conk. Curry. Uh, hashtag you can't use teeth. Oh, dude. Hashtag Boy. it can look like a mollusk. Mollusk sometimes. <laughs> I really like that one a lot. Uh, hashtag, you have, to, you have to make the sound. Hashtag, I bet she can rail a hog. I rail Honey. a lot of hogs in my day. Honey, I she gets shit those on my lips balls. Buzzing. Honey, I shit on my balls again. I really like that. Hashtag, it looks, and then hashtag, it looks like he's wearing hammer pants. <laughs> All right, I got Leon Musk. I got Elon Musk, penis vein. Um, penis vein. Yeah, we're talking about in the vein of something. Boy, I miss that. Penis vein. Well, you were talking about FK twigs or whatever. FK it doesn't twigs. matter. We got to get yeah. Matt out of here. Uh, I get on all fours. Rip Trump. Um, <laughs> yield to Michael. Um, I really like on all fours. <laughs> that was out of your mouth. Um, stepped on his conch. <laughs> Eighty pounds scrotum. Cletus Cannon. <laughs> wow, Cletus, Cletus Cannon. Uh, Moroccan D's Nuts. Uh, and Uncle Luddy. <laughs> oh, good old Uncle Luddy. Uncle Luddy? What was that from? That was Brad spraying up Uncle Luddy. That was Luddy. the NASCAR, the guy that didn't quite make it to the Winston Cup. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> oh, Uncle Luddy. Oh, Uncle Luddy. Oh, uh, right. fuck, man. Boy. I like on all fours. I'm fine with that. Or Uncle Luddy. I like it can look like a mollusk sometimes. Or I bet she can rail a hog. Um, let's do. Uh, can you rail me, Greg? <laughs> what we're not we're gonna pass up, honey? I shit on my balls. Or I. Or what's I shit what's on my the bloge? Which one was that? Oh, that was uh uh <laughs> the old meth bloge. I like honey. I shit on my balls again. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's. that's or, honey, I shit on my balls. All right, Just honey, I, I get on all fours, yeah. or honey, I shit on my balls. <laughs> Dealer's choice. Uh, don't forget to the NCAA thing. It won't be up till Sunday night or Monday morning, so and you'll get a something. Uh, honey ham. 
<laughs> we sent him a gift basket. We sent him a fucking ham. That is so good. Fruit basket. We'll get one of those Cracker Barrel hams that just hangs from their ceiling. For some Fruit basket reason. and heavenly ham. And we'll hang it from my ceiling for a week and then send it to him. Dude, Cracker Barrel's got some good fucking ham. I could rip I could up some, some ham right I could now. rip up some Cracker Barrel ham. I could eat a ham. God damn it. John Hammett. Oh, oh my right. God. Well, so long. Thanks yeah. for all the fish. Yeah. yeah. Bye, everybody. Hope you find your dad. What? I don't know. You know, if you get sweaty and want to take oh. your shirt off, that'd be just fine. <laughs> oh.